Wait for it, wait for it. I joined the Oscars. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that was a, a bad attempt at me doing a Frank Ocean impression. Uh, that's the song Nikes. I was going to replace the song Nikes with the Oscars. I did not know the lyrics. I'm George. Uh, we have the usuals. Tristan. Hello. Jared. Hi. Jasmine. Hello. Jack is back. Hi. And we've made it to the finish line for for nominations at least. Barely. It is time to predict. BAFTA nominations came out this morning. I do want to really quickly get a sense for what everyone's feeling about them. So somebody, if you could please start um, off with some general thoughts. Chaos. Okay, um, honestly, love them. <laughs> I think just for the simple fact that Whitney Norman, Best Supporting Actor, yes. and now Best Supporting Actress. And I know our chat has some um, Teton fans. And so that the director got nom, I think that's pretty great too. Yes. Oh, and everybody's talking about Jamie got like best outstanding British film, which I think is great because it was just, it was kind of an underrated movie of the year. So if it got this little piece of recognition on the shout of like recognition, <laughs> I absolutely love the fact that Audrey Diwan got in for Happening. Oh, that was a good yes. fantastic. That was amazing. Movie. A fantastic movie. Yeah, well, really well, really, really, really well directed. Brilliantly directed. Yeah. Um. Quick West Side Story kind of shat the bed here. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Belfast also shot the bed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's home turf too, which I will not really, but um licorice oh pizza did pretty well. Really well. Yeah. yeah. Uh Spencer got completely shut out. As was expected. Power of the Dog Turf too. The bed, but it missed like a few key nominations that could come back to bite it in the ass. Prince William's like the head of like chair of BAFTA or something. Oh, do you think? Mm. It's like weird at them every single time that someone even looked at it. I don't know that like it was because Prince William is president of BAFTA that he got snubbed. That sounds like a you know Alex Jones conspiracy to me. But, but I think I, I think the fact that the, the movie is not very kind to the royals. So well, then again, I have to assume these BAFTA juries are more liberal, leftist. Didn't they snub the crown last season? Did they? I don't remember. I They've think nominated they the crown before, but I don't know. It's a different nominating jury every year. Even if they are more liberal leftist, though, like I think. Britain generally views the royal family differently than the rest of the world. Well, so, sure, but like, 
you have there there are a lot of very anti um royals in england you know peter morgan who's the showrunner of the crown he like vehemently against the royal family yeah yeah i i'm sure there are some for sure but like i i think that may have contributed to the fact why it was shut, shut out like i think maybe it's sure. like in uh, the non-jurid categories i agree yeah like thinking more about it i'm i'm starting to think like it may have a chance to uh do some damage at the oscars a little bit but yeah it, um, it's not so looking so good do you get nominated but a certain princess diana did not get nominated last year by the way she got snubbed for the Emmer crown Emma Corrin did not get nominated by BAFTA last year oh wow um olivia coleman getting snubbed two years in a row just how does that happen i mean lost art is just not it, it's as design it's as divisive as we thought it would be like there there's some assumption kind of after it dropped that maybe it would have more industry support but that's clearly just not there I'm yeah really did jesse buckley make it in supporting? she did she did fantastic she was great in that movie Here's yes. like the best performance to the last daughter. I'm with you. She's the best daughter. Yeah, she's the one that deserves it the most, in my opinion. She does. You're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, I was always skeptical of the lost daughter, and I and I got a lot of people talking about Olivia Coleman coming in to save the day, win best actress, Frances McDormand style. I take, I, every, like, I take anyone at this point. My like the bar is low. It's like. I really don't think that's that's happening, and I didn't, and I was always like skeptical of that happening before, but now I mean, in that case, are we looking at fucking best actress winner Lady Gaga now? Let's do it. The thing is, like you guys, she's been in the background of like like campaigning, telling really weird things she's done as the lady she plays and so i guess that must have worked for some reason like she wrote like a full like autobiograph biography in her voice and like all these little things to stay in character and that probably hooked the awards people it's, i don't know it's like you don't gotta... well, I was aside from lady gaga that actress lineup is amazing Yes. Like that is an amazing actress lineup. We take out Lady Gaga. Yeah, I love that Renata Reinsva got in. I mean, I knew Amelia, she was getting Amelia in. Jones was a really big surprise. Okay, but Alana Han. Alana Han was top two. Alana Han was top two. Yeah, like, she had to be. She had to be. Absolutely top two. Especially with how much they love pizza, there's no way she wasn't top two. Exactly. <sighs> Other notable snubs, Kirsten Dunst, uh, Jamie Dornan again. Yes. Uh, Andrew Garfield. So that sucks. Yeah, that's my, there goes my Andrew Garfield winning best actor prediction. Um, uh, uh, Director Paul Thomas Anderson fucking got in. Uh, in a in a completely juried category, that's that that's uh, I think that just speaks to how much people respect Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. I I always figured that Juliette Decorno was gonna get in, 
I did predict Audrey D1 did not was not confident in her nomination, but I'm glad that she got it. Uh, I figured that they would probably predict uh, Hamaguchi, or they would probably nominate Hamaguchi. They did after love. Hamaguchi and Champion seemed like a pretty obvious top two for them in director. Yeah, but general voting general voting membership I might put PTA above Hamaguchi. Yeah. Maybe yeah. after love in general got a lot of love, which was really nice to see. Yeah, and, and then I guess we'll talk about other craft categories as we continue on because if we keep talking about BAFTA for long enough, I feel like we're going to, you know, get in the way of our actual predictions. So. I want to do basically the same thing we did last year where I kind of go around the room in a certain order, call on someone to give their top five, and then we're, we all just talk about the category. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, though, I do want to just have a general discussion about all three short film categories because uh, I don't think any of us besides Jasmine really knows anything about them. So uh, I think now is a good time to start talking about all the shorts so what are we feeling for all of these short film categories i know basically nothing about documentary short and live action short but i have watched all the animated short uh the ones that were shortlisted and i'm i think the strongest ones are definitely robin robin namu and us again uh, Robin, Robin, and us again are obviously like solid check marks from bigger studios. And then uh, Namu's by Erico, who did Opera, which was not nominated last year in animated short. And it's a, of a similar quality, and I think they'll uh, bite on him again. Uh, us again is probably winning, in my opinion. Yeah. The only one I've seen is Us again, and that one was a good one. Yeah. So, what I'm currently doing, I have us again. I have the windshield wiper, Robin, Robin flowing home, and some movie with a title I can't even pronounce um, because uh-huh. I just I didn't I didn't think about these when I when I went on Gold Derby and put them on there. Uh, what what what's like the best bet? <laughs> I basically went off of the Gold Derby experts and kind of what I'd heard about them. I have us again. I have Robin Robin. I have Only a Child, which is meh. Um, I have The Musician, which I saw at Tribeca last year, and it is really good. I don't think it'll get in, but it's kind of like a passion pick. And I have The Windshield Wiper because everyone else has it. You know, the wind will, I feel pretty good about The Windshield Wiper getting in, too. I have not seen it yet. I haven't made my way through the animated yet. It's really good. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Love, Death, and Robots, the Netflix series. Oh, okay. Uh, one of the one of the directors for one of those episodes did uh, windshield wiper. It's in a similar style. Uh, the the episode the witness. It's in a similar style to that, and it's just a really good short. I I liked it a lot, and I think they'll I think they'll go for it. Okay, so I guess based on your recommendations, I'll put in Namu and the musician. Oh, I don't over. think the musician is getting in. The musician is a passion pick for me. I thought mm-hmm. I tried back a lot okay. here. Okay, then I'll put Namu in there over um, Flowing Home. Then I'll keep the other one because I have 101 odds. Is Us Again and Robin Robin like the, the studio good, ones? Yeah, there you 
yeah. Us again, us again is Disney. Robin Robin's Netflix. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Is As anything I didn't like um, only a child? I think it's a pretty lazy uh, short. I do. So think it's it, gonna get in. Do you are we? Can we be reminded that yes, people got in last year. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and that was so bad. Very such a bad. Story. Oh my god. That was horrible. I hate yes people. Which is why it's gonna get in because it could be like, look, guys. Is there anything this year that uh, has the emotional impact of if anything happens? No. Out of no, not that I, not that I know. I yeah, don't know. Okay, so we move on to documentary. Jasmine's seen most I've of seen, those. I've seen ten of them right now. Okay. Um, I currently have predicted when we were bullies, which I have not seen, but is very mixed. Um, three songs for Benazir, which is on Netflix. Um, I was a little lower on it. I don't. I think it's. I think it's fine. As are the rest of these. Um, Day of Rage, which is about January sixth. Um, the Queen of Basketball, which more people like, but I found again fine. Um, and Coded, which is um, about like an illustrator who like inserted like kind of subtle like LGBT elements into a lot of his his drawings, but. Yeah, I heard a lot about uh, the Queen of Basketball out of uh, I don't understand Nashville Film Festival. I don't understand it. And like, uh, I don't. I just don't care for basketball. I think I just can't. I just don't care for it. Um. So I feel like that could get in. You, I, I have. We were bullies on here, but you said it's mixed, so I'm not sure. Well, if there I'm were sets into it it's mixed, but like it seems like something the Academy would go for. Sure. The but... worst one that I've seen by far, I just watched before this. It's called Lead Me Home. It's on Netflix. It's about homelessness, but it says nothing about homelessness. It's like about homelessness, but it says nothing like about homelessness. Because it's just like stories and it doesn't talk about any of like the actual like reasons behind homelessness or like discuss it. And like most of the movie is like way too cinematic cinematic for a movie about homelessness. Like <laughs> hmm. Okay, Very so bad. you gave a shout to Day of Rage about January 6th. That's one to consider. I don't, I, I have no idea if they'll go for it. Like, I feel like any political documentaries, I just have no idea kind of which way they're going to go for it. It is infuriating. It's really well done, except for the narration, which was like fine. Well. But like it is an infuriating documentary. Also, your government sucks. I don't know if you knew. Yeah, this. we know. <laughs> we know. We, we know. We know. <laughs> I, I fucking sucks. I've lived here for twenty-one <laughs> years almost. I I I, yeah. I I very well know. Um. <sighs> so okay. The shorts are always so unpredictable. Like. I I do. I might not go for Day of Rage, though, because there is a somewhat conservative contingent of yeah, yeah, the Academy, okay. so I won't go there. Every pundit has three songs for Benazir, which I, can, I don't understand, but that's much a sign. But... I will say they do like their titles in this category. <laughs> they do really like their titles. Can we remember, like, learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're, if you're a girl... Which Heaven is a traffic jam on the 405. Which I'm convinced, by the way, won for its title. I don't think anyone saw it. I think people just like the title. 
Okay. And then I've seen none of the live actions, unless Jack has. Hmm. Okay. I'll just keep my five the way it is right now, then. Yeah, I'm going to finish, I'm going to finish yeah. off the rest yeah. over the weekend. Yeah, I don't really know anything else about live action. About Are the they shorts. all available right now? Like the document. live action, no animated and docked. Most of them are, yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Another right. Riz Ahmed's in one of the live action shorts. Oh, cool. But that didn't help until this one last year, so. So, so I guess real quick, I'll, I'll say for documentary, I am doing three songs for Benazir, Queen of Basketball, We Were Boys, Terror, Contagion, and Takeover. Live action. Two I actually haven't. Two I actually haven't seen. <laughs> live action. I'm doing when the sun sets. Television. The long goodbye, which <laughs> reminds me of the Robert Altman film. Censor uh, of dreams and Le Grand Clax. I I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Lester, don't don't uh, yell at me at the chat <laughs> in the chat later. But uh, I guess that's what I'm doing right now. If anyone else wants to shout out their top five feel free to do so before we move on everyone i know hates uh terror contagion <laughs> it's part of an anthology movie um also on hulu apparently it's really boring and old but yeah it's from the year of everlasting storm oh i remember that oh, oh. Um, wait a peach of fong yeah, everyone who's watched it has said it has said it's really boring. The peach upon David Lowry. Yeah. People have it predicted for some reason. Yeah, but right. it's fine. I did like last year's selection a little better, but what can you do? So is that it for the shorts or are we good to move on? Uh, that's all I got. Okay. Let's bring out the big guns. Tristany French Tano. Yes. You are the first act in our clown show tonight. Ooh, hype. Tell us what you are predicting for best international feature. Oh, Alrighty. Oh boy. Okay. So, number one right now, I've got Drive My Car. I'm feeling pretty good about that. You're probably going to see that pop up in my predictions in other places too. Uh, number Spoilers? two. Wait, what? Spoilers. Spoiling the rest of your predictions. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, I have a hero. Number three, I have the worst person in the world. Number four, I have Flea. And number five, I'm sorry, Jasmine, I have compartment number six. I also unfortunately put in compartment number six. I thought it was so, so boring. So, uh, if I'm looking at all of the uh, precursors, um, of which there the are ones two, <laughs> three, um, the, the the ones that got all three are "Drive My Car," "The Hand of God," and "Parallel Mothers." And "Parallel Mothers" is a non-factor. So, "Drive My Car" and "Hand of God." I mean, I don't like the hand of God, but I do have to admit it's probably getting nominated at this point. Because a hero is factor, right? Yeah. Um, and it's probably, you know, on par with the worst person in the world here in this category. They both have two precursors each. A hero, Golden Globe, and Critics' Choice, worst person, Critics' Choice, and BAFTA. 
And both of them got, you know, pretty big boosts recently. A hero having been dropped on Amazon Prime and worst person playing at Sundance. So more people are getting to see those movies now. And worst person, it did miss the Golden Globe nomination. It did miss the Indie Spirit nomination. Apparently there were some screener issues happening there. Neon hasn't done the best job campaigning the movie. But it did get the BAFTA nomination. Renata Reinsva, I mean... She it was a jury pick, but she was nominated for best actress. The movie was long listed in screenplay. I do think that you know it's looking pretty good. I won't be cocky enough to call it a lock, but I will say it is looking good for the nomination. A hero, I'm a little bit more worried about, even though it is Farhadi, but it did miss BAFTA. And then from there, remember when we all thought worst person was winning. Yeah, yeah. Those are simpler days. Simpler days. Um, and then that fifth slot, you could like throw a dart at any of them, and that could be your prediction. So there's compartment number six, which missed the BAFTA nomination, which I think is a little concerning. Uh, it also did not get any long list mentions outside of international, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, other possible contenders, um, I would like to see I'm Your Man get nominated. I think that's a really good movie, but I don't, I don't know if Academy members have been watching it. Great Freedom, I've heard, is a, an emotional doc. It's about bullying, kind of in the same way Better Days was last year. So maybe that could have a chance. Um, Plaza Cathedral from Panama, I've heard a lot about. And Her I'm, the stolen maybe. Yeah, I've maybe. heard a lot about that. President stolen got DGA, right? It did, but so did I'm no longer here last year, and oh, that okay. didn't get nominated. I mean, it is possible, but still. International is like, yeah, throw it our pick one. Yeah, I, I don't do. Think, I don't think the the five that everyone has is happening because it seems too easy. Just yep. too easy. I do have that five. I do have Flea in the fifth slot, but I am very weary about it. I'm I'm not really sure what would take its place, though. That's the other, that's the only issue. Like, I I don't see Lamb or Hive. I'll say that. I've heard Hive is boring. This might be a dumb reason, but the reason I took out Hand of God and put on compartment number six is because I think Scandinavian cinema is having a bit of a, a boost right now. I mean, it, they're like, a, like the Scandinavian countries are putting out some really amazing films and I, I feel like they're starting to get recognized. So it would be a big boost to see Norway, Denmark, and Finland all get a nomination here. So yeah, I know that's a pretty dumb reason, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know that they're going to nominate three movies from the same area, same <laughs> continent. One thing is one thing, but yeah, that'd be cool though. It's fine. They're all losing to Strike My Car, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, does anybody, Jack or Jared, have any thoughts about what maybe could get nominated uh- here? I just have like a completely different opinion on everyone else in terms of international film. So that's cool. <laughs> Please explain, explain, elaborate. It, it's 
It is drive my car, worst person in the world, or flee happening Oscar night. It's one of those three. Everyone else can go home. Um, they're gonna and then they're gonna play Hero and Hand of God because those are the next two popular ones. Hand of God has Netflix backing it like no other. Yeah, plus it of does. all the promotion I've seen and in, in kind of going to what you said, you know, like Heroes and Amazon Prime. But the real love is between Drive My Car, Worst Person World, and Flea. Um, I know we're kind of just kind of Flea a little. Um, among the consensus of the group, I still feel. I'm just holding on that it's it's one of the better reviewed. It's more better reviewed and well received than a hero or hand of God. And I think there's still um, a, I don't know if cult following is the best word, but like there's a fan group for Flea, and yeah, there definitely is that. I will I'm agree. Just, but but I think like okay. I'm saying, if Drive My Car Worst Person or Flea, if that gets read as the winner. Well, I'll be like, okay, we saw that. That's cool. Well, I don't see anything being driving my car right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think a worst person in the world can. I, I don't, yeah. I, I would not be surprised if a worst person gets an overdrive my car. And I think the Sundance boost is really helping worst person. Kind of like it yeah. helped you just in the Black Messiah last year. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and drop my lineup really quickly. Um, so I have Drive My Car first. I have Hand of God as my second slot. And then I have Compartment Number Six as my third slot, just because that had a lot of support at the European Film Awards. Oh. And then fourth, I have Worst Person in the World. And fifth, I have Great Freedom. I actually have both A Hero and Flea getting snubbed. A Hero kind of got fucked at BAFTA, uh, even before the nominations today. Like, it missed stuff above line that it should have been top 15 for like original screenplay and director and Ooh. then he just feels super snubbable and international i don't know why it just feels very volatile oh it's now that you say that about a hero <sighs> yeah 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 i just put worst person at number two because of that mm-hmm. okay oh maybe i should consider taking out a hero for compartment number six then I have, I have compartments. Yeah, I did that day to, I did that ages ago. I, I think we're behind all the times. I think worst person in the world could be snubbed here. I don't have it being snubbed, but like because it didn't really show up at European Film Awards that much, uh, that shows that there's not as much support for it. But also, like you guys said, the Sundance surge is very yeah. And, and also, I think you could maybe chalk that up to the European Film Awards thing to them combining this year and last year. Yeah, because no, yeah, sure. you saw Kovada Saida, you know, the father oh, showed up. Here. Promising yeah. young woman showed up, you know, like yeah. yes. Um, so like I mean, yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah, it's tempting. I, I, but I'm not sure if they're gonna nominate four European movies. I do <laughs> think they will. Yeah, I, I feel like they could. I feel like they will. So uh, we have our Asian representation. It's fine. Yeah, but also well, Scandinavian—that's super—that's super racist. <laughs> so was the economy. Yeah. Well, that's true, but it's not like it's like the same countries like Norway, yeah. Denmark, Finland don't really often, especially okay. Norway and Finland. They're smaller in terms of their uh, cinematic reach. Okay, I will make this. I'll do this on the show now. I might change back. It may be stupid. I will take off a hero and put on compartment number six. 
it's just weird because Farhadi won twice. And yeah, but yeah. I hear just not nearly as well loved as a separation or which is why I never thought I would win. Yeah. But also but, like because it's missing so many key places that it should be getting into, I, I have my doubts. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, congratulations, drive my car on your <laughs> Oscar for best international film. One thing uh, I, wish, dude, I wish this category was a lot more of a race because usually it's just a steamroll every single year. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, last year was a bit of a cheat because Minari had a bunch of those. Uh, Even okay. though it was very clearly another round last year. Yeah. Okay. Jack, you have the floor for best documentary feature. Oh, uh, fuck this category. Oh boy, I my lineup for documentary is a total mess right now. Uh, right now, whose isn't? Right now, I have oh, Summer Soul, Solby, and I think we can. I, I I know it's like normally expected for a fronter fronter to be snubbed, but the fact that Summer Soul just got editing at BAFTA is massive. Yeah. Yep. Um. This is going to be a Hoop Dreams type contender where, like, maybe it was, like, top 15 or top 20 for picture even. It has a bunch of love. Quest love, obviously, as we saw last year with the Oscars, like, he has a lot of goodwill with the Academy. I think this is just going to be kind of a steamroll for Summer of Soul in terms of winning and getting nominated. It's the biggest lock uh, by far. After that, I do have Flea. Um, Flea's kind of weird. I mean, I talked about this last time. Flea's kind of weird because it's, like, an animated documentary and it's pretty non-traditional. But it's also just like excellent it's emotional everyone who's seen it talks about it and wants it to be, get in everywhere and i think doc branch will bite on it uh my next one in my lineup is procession which has the netflix backing and is like i mean I, I i personally found it pretty boring but it's just like the type of thing that gets nominated for documentary usually um and my fourth slot i have ascension which is kind of experimental it focuses a lot on you know Chinese workers and so like there's somewhat mm -hmm. of a relevancy to it but it also has a very experimental structure to it which I think the documentary uh people will go for and then my fifth uh doc in the lineup right now is in the same breath but like I that doesn't that's not for sure a thing because my fifth slot is just wide open right now yeah so about procession, I did have that in until I noticed it missed both PGA and BAFTA. And I was like, that does not look good. Um, <laughs> what, was what was nominated for Uh It was Summer Soul, Flea, The Rescue, and two docs that aren't on the shortlist. Okay. Well, that's oh, not helpful. Oh, yeah, yeah. One, one more thing I did want to add was that, like, in case it wasn't already clear, I have the rescue getting snubbed. I just, I'm not feeling it this year. I don't know. I think that's going to be one of the stronger dogs that they just yeah. ignore. Yeah, I was... I, I don't have Summer Soul getting in. Uh, I'll decide some of the fact that I think it's very, it's fine. Well, um... Summer of Soul, I was with you, Jasmine, on Summer of Soul getting snubbed for admittedly a pretty long time because you know it's like mostly archival footage but it has really not shown any weakness anywhere and 
getting the BAFTA nomination for editing, especially over West Side Story and, you know, Power of the Dog even, like that, that's a huge sign of strength for that movie. And I don't think I can doubt it anymore. Maybe it still gets snubbed at the end of the day. But honestly, I think it could get in there and, you know, potentially even win the Oscar at this point. Unless it's like he gets hoop dreams. And then it's like, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> um, what do, we all, do we all think that a COVID doc is going to get in? Like I, I do not have a COVID doc I well, there's yeah. the only problem is that there's two on the short list, and I'm not sure which one they're gonna pick. I feel like they're gonna cancel each other out. I also so, don't know if they're ready. I don't know if they're ready for a COVID, if everyone's ready for a COVID doc yet. Yeah, I mean, if one didn't get in last year, I don't think one would get in this year. I will say though, I do have a kind of a controversial pick, but I'm kind of doubting it now. Because I do have reason for why this could be nominated, but at the same time, I don't know how many people have watched it. I put President on here because I, I that remind that seems to remind you got the Gotham Award nomination. It reminds me a lot of Edge of Democracy, which was nominated a couple years ago. And I figured, oh well, this this is very political, timely, urgent that they might go for, but. I'm not sure how many people watched it. So I'm kind of thinking about backing off from that prediction. Uh, my No Guts, No Glory, my very big No Guts, No Glories in this category for no other reason than I wanted to spice up my prediction. You're predicting Billie Eilish, aren't you? I am predicting Billie Eilish for no particular I have like Really, That's no awesome. reason. Really, I would be pretty shocked if that got nominated. To be so honest, so would I. But I was also very shocked by the shortlist. Well, isn't that made by like an Oscar-nominated documentarian? Is it? Someone said that on Next Best Picture, and I was like, "Huh." Yeah. Yeah, I know it's by Apple, so it's by Apple. He's I think song, probably. I think. Honestly, the more likely uh, music documentary this year, and I'm not predicting this because they they don't really like music dogs. They didn't nominate, um, well, they nominated Amy, but that was like, you know, Undenied. much, yeah, that was a feat in and of its own. So uh, the guy who directed the Billie Eilish shock, his name's R.J. Cutler, and he's known for documentaries like The War Room, A Perfect Candidate, Thin, The September Issue. Huh. Oh, I've heard I've a lot of people that. like The War Room. Like, that's what popular. directed the movie If I Say from, like, 2014. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that movie for no reason. <laughs> that, that movie is so ridiculous, but it's so fun. Um, wait, what was this thing? Oh, yeah. The other like music documentary on here is The Velvet Underground, which is by Todd Haynes. I haven't watched it yet. Apparently, it's pretty avant-garde for a music doc, though, so maybe. And it's, it's very music. inside baseball. Okay. If you don't know about The Velvet Underground, it's kind of hard to connect to. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, um, I do want to throw out that Riding With Fire got the PGA doc, and it's a documentary about journalism, which they usually like. 
Oh, yeah. I think that could sneak I've in. I've seen a couple but... people talk about that. Also, Writing with Fire won the audience award at Sundance last year. Yeah. So audiences really like it. Okay. That might... I just put it in. I, I have that in mind. Yeah. I'm taking off President and I'm putting that in right now. I put it in over Procession. Yeah, I don't have Procession. I I have the, I have Summer of Soul, Flea, The Rescue, Ascension, and Writing with Fire. Ascension, I'm not sure about because I I this is, it's one of the few documentaries I did watch. It's on Paramount Plus, and the thing is, is that there's no like narration or anything over it. It's just like a like compilation of like Chinese workers and like working, which is a very kind of fascinating dog and it's told in a very empathetic way and there isn't a nice Dan Deacon score accompanying it accompanying it but uh I I don't know if they're gonna go with a dog that doesn't have narration but at the same time shortlisted I thought it tried that though last year and I was like they'll never go for this this is just so like experimental I was like no one's ever but it also got PGA in DGA I think I'm so so I don't know what to make I'm I'm not sure what to make of it I've got um so I have summer of soul at number one because I think I think the academy really likes quest love and like even though that does seem like the movie that they'd snub because it is like the big one that did well at the box office and stuff I just I feel like a lot of Academy members are going to really enjoy it. And it was kind of like, it was one of the first movies that hit theaters once theaters opened back up that actually got people back in their seats. So I feel like that would make it in. And then I have Flea at number two, The Rescue at three, because it's Nat Geo and because uh, it's actually doing really well on Disney Plus here in Canada. Um, I have Procession at four because I can't imagine Netflix not getting anything in and then writing with fire at number five. Mm. Although in 2019 or I guess 2020, whatever, they didn't get Atlantics into international and thus they didn't have a single nominee in international. So true. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I think because they always have something that manages to sneak in for dog. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Does procession have the Obamas behind it? Maybe we should ask. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, if it had the Obamas behind it, I would change my mind, but apparently not. <laughs> okay. Who has not shared their top five for documentary? Speak now. Um, mine was just kind of just basically the same as everyone else's. I have Flea at number one, Summer Soul number two, the rest of you at three, but I have the first wave at four because I think it's a gut feeling that they are going to honor healthcare workers and, COVID, and just something about COVID. And honor that I know everyone disagrees with me, but hey, got feeling I'm going with it. And then I have procession just because I have no clue where else to put. Okay. Anyone have any thoughts 
about documentary before we move on. Because I mean, none, none of them comprehensible, but no idea what to do with this category. It's a goddamn. I've mess. I've heard a lot of things about Attica. I'll say that. The only last thing I have to say is that if Flea somehow gets snubbed, I'm gonna go eat shit. Same. Oh my god. I I can see almost any of these getting in except like Julia, Billie Eilish. Julia is so bland. Oh my god. I don't know why it was not it was picked. It's so bland. I could see that getting in though, because it's the director of RBG, right? But they don't like biographical documentaries. And it's and so bland. RB and RBG. I mean that 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 was just a very relevant movie for that time. Yeah. Julia's like the most has like the most bland directing I think I've ever seen in a, do- in a documentary. <laughs> like, right. Okay, I guess that's it for documentary. Yeah. So then we move on to animated feature. Jared, what are you predicting for best animated feature? I, for the longest time, had Luca, but I had to swallow my pride and put in Kanto to get one of my few saves. And like my, like everyone knows, it's in Kanto, and then everything else is just there. Um. Two, I have Luca because of my love for that movie, and I think it's better. So, three, I have Flea. Four, I have Mitchell's versus the Machines, and then my personal pick because I said so because of my predictions. I have seen two at number five because I'm I'm also just hoping that they're like we already have Encanto, so we'll snub Raya and give it to the next big thing, which is seen two. So. Yeah, I, I I understand that Sing too. It's just done really really well with Guild. Evidently, I don't understand why that movie's not great. But ooh, it's slap. <laughs> you don't Apparently, like fun. You don't like fun. That's what it is. Shut the fuck up. Um. <laughs> but also, I I they don't really like sequels in this category especially sequels to movies they didn't nominate like you know the first sing movie was not nominated and they, i mean you know they could have like they didn't nominate any, like spongebob sequels when they weren't <laughs> nominated like the only example i could think of of a sequel that got nominated when their first one was it was despicable me too which is the same studio but you know, that's a caveat because the when Despicable Me came out, that was in the year of three um, nominees in animated feature and not five. So, you know, it was it was the big snub there. Like, because also in the field of three, they snubbed Chicken Little and Madagascar. So um, there you go, and. Um, but there's like other things like Trolls 2. Uh, uh, you know, and even like two movies that they did nominate, they'll, they'll snub them. They snubbed The Croods 2. They snubbed Frozen 2. Yeah. So like I, I, I don't really see Sing 2. I do have the basic five of Encanto, Luca, Flea, Mitchells, and Rhea. 
but I could potentially see Rhea missing, not for Sing 2, but for Bell. No one has seen Bell. I would have agreed, but Bell's gone in literally nowhere. So I don't think Bell, I think Bell's just completely dead. Uh, for, for me, what I have Sing 2 in my fifth slot right now, and part of it is the fact that I overperformed with Guilds, but also. Um, I mean, you can't ignore the A plus on Cinema Score. It was like so oh. by audiences. Yeah. Fuck. And also, I think the third big thing is the fact that Raya came out nearly a year ago, and Sing Two drops later than any other movie in this lineup. So Sing Two is going to have more of that late momentum. I mean, like the kind of thing we always use is it's always movies that people take their kids to. What has done really well at the box office, despite being on VOD, Sing 2, yeah. doing remarkably well, even though it's on VOD. Like, people are just gonna like take their kids to it, and when picking up those bells, they're like, oh, what did we see recently? Ah, oh, yes, Sing 2. And like, it was a pretty well marketed movie, too. <sighs> I still yeah. don't know because the sequel thing. I, yeah, you're right about that. And like I said before, my prediction is more of a. I just want this to get in over oh, Raya. Definitely. Yeah. But I think it could happen, especially with the guilds. I, I don't think it's uh, it's something like, like, I don't know. It's an unlikely anime feature contender. So, assuming everyone has the top four, is am I the only person who isn't predicting Sing 2? I'm very on the fence. I have Sing 2. I as okay. The question I, is no, sorry. Oh no, you go ahead, Jay. I I was just gonna make a joke. The question is, does anyone have Paw Patrol the movie on there? That's who it should be. True winner. So we, yeah, George, I get what you're saying about Bell. Because Bell, I think like that's that's a movie that um has quite a bit of hype behind it. It's got good reviews. But, like, as someone who's a huge fan of that director, um, first of all, I don't think it's his best. And second of all, I think that's a movie that you really, more than any other one of his films, you really need to be into anime to enjoy. So I can't see the Academy going for that. Um, my fifth slot is between Sing 2 and Some of the Gods, uh, which I know that might be a bit of a long that's, shot. That's Some of the Gods is I would love if it's some just, of the gods get in, but like it didn't, it didn't even get the battle long list. I think the issue of some of the gods is Netflix, after God knows how many years of submitting films, has finally just dedicated themselves to one movie and one animated movie. <laughs> and like, yep. that's it. Like they've finally done it, they finally figured it out, and like all of their attention is on Mitchell's versus the machine. By the way, which is going to be a shame when they lose because they have done an absolutely amazing campaign. Yeah. in my opinion like that campaign has been amazing and it's yeah. a shame it's gonna lose to Wingando because yeah. they finally figured it out like honest opinion like like I would rather want Luca to win or Mitchell to win over Encanto because Encanto just like this is coming from a Disney fan it just is like normal Disney I don't know if I'm saying if I'm getting my point across it just seems like 
standard and like normal and average there we go that's a good adjective like, like i like uncomfortable mitchell's is my like number like movie of the year yeah mitchell's is pretty good in terms good, of the animation like, too the animation is good netflix has done an insane job campaigning it like it's been a great campaign. And but the thing with like the we don't talk about Bruno Hayne like number one on the Billboard charts or whatnot, that's just such a huge thing first, for Encanto. Yeah, I think it's the first in like 22 years, which is crazy because like let it go is such a big thing and that didn't even hit number one. So I think Encanto is like easily and gonna I win. still don't get the hype yeah. behind how this Encanto movie. Like, I think it's all really, really good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. to be fair, I think really the only one of these that I would think deserves to win is Flea, but regardless, I'm sorry, I'm not the world's biggest fan of Mitchell's versus Machines. Maybe I should watch yeah, it, but I'm not whatever. either, George. So I guess I'm the only one who isn't predicting Sing Two. Yeah, I'm switching to Sing Two because Summon of the Gods is too much of a long shot. Although I'd love to see that because that movie is so good. It's I so... don't think it can happen. Not with Netflix devoting all their all their money over to uh, Mitchell's. I guess I, mean, I, I get that. Like Mitchell's is a movie that like people really love, so they should back that movie. I guess I'm gonna die on this hill. Because on I the Bell Hill. No, uh, on the No Sing Two Hill. Oh, you're on Raya, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a good. But, but the thing is, Raya came out. Um, I, 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 I know, I know, yeah. I know. Isn't Ryan and we agree before that the last Oscars. Yeah, it came out in March. <laughs> All right, that's crazy. It's a good movie, but like, I want nominated. Okay, best original song. Jasmine, is your turn to start us off. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, so number one, these are unranked after, after my top, I don't, I don't know. Um, so number one, No Time to Die is probably winning. Let's be real. Um, I, I just think just don't doubt Bond. I think that's, that's like the whole thing. Don't doubt it. Um, then my other four nominations are Be Alive from King Richard, which I've seen some people think can get snubbed, but I, I still don't believe it. Like, comparing it to, like, that stupid song she had from, like, The Lion King is not a good comparison because King Richard's a Best Picture nominee. Um, I have the song from Encanto, but I still can't pronounce. Das um, Orgitas. One day I'll learn to pronounce it. Um, I have just looked up don't look up which i don't feel confident in because the academy doesn't like like comedy songs so i i I don't know but i don't know what to replace it with um and then my other no got snow glory i have beyond the shore from coda i have the same really nice song i such a good jasmine i have the same vibe i think the exact i would replace don't just look i'd probably replace it with like down Joy or something um or guns go bang but yeah. I don't know. The Academy, go really like, song, yeah. the Academy doesn't really like like joke songs. Like they, they were at Miss last year. Well, okay. They were at Miss last year. They don't, but just look up literally has like a line that but, says like get your head out of your ass. But, like, <laughs> but listen, 
it is one of the only songs here that isn't a credit song. It is in a best picture contender. The the same the, the film the song is from is also getting nominated for score. Nicholas Bertel is going to be credited for the song, if I'm not mistaken. And it is used in a very clever way in the movie, even if it is a funny song. This is gonna be hilarious to see at the Oscar. <laughs> and also, it's like it's already a, it's already on a fucking grande. Yeah, yeah, and Kid Cudi who's having a comeback right now. Yeah, they definitely will be thinking about who's who who the singer of the song is so that they can see them perform, I think. I still think Sony Start would be great and then they could just drop the Oscars with it. Like, uh, come on. I was I was like literally just Wait. about to say that. I think if you if I was the director of the ceremony this year, I would totally start with so may we start. Great and way to start that would be amazing. Oh my I god. Two people in the audience to get the <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would love yeah. to be on the short it's kind of a no that's no glory because i don't think it's gonna get in but it is a I, beautiful song it's a beautiful song. i also have beyond the short end actually <laughs> it's just I, I i understand that the smart thing to do is to go with down to joy but down to joy is not happening that's a bad song i'm like <laughs> It's look, I, it's I know. Mediocre. Look, I know Belfast is one of the best picture frontrunners, and like you know, Trial of Chicago Seven still going to last year. But Jesus Christ, that song is horrible. But that Trial of the Chicago uh, Seven song had something that Down to Joy doesn't have, and Down to Joy is not on streaming services, which is a big deal. Yeah. That's just so weird. That's I love, also, yeah. I would love to see Amelia Jones and be on the show. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm just out here. So my lineup is mostly the same as your guys's. I have No Time to Die winning, and then you know Encanto, Don't Look Up, Coda. My fifth slot though, I actually have Beyonce getting snubbed for uh, Diane Warren for her song. Oh, oh my fucking god! I think that she's just inevitable. I think the. The problem the with that film, yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> who who movie? saw that movie? No one's seen the movie. Who saw it? <laughs> I mean, I guess breakthrough happened, you know, and that's a Christian fundamentalist bullshit, you know, propaganda <laughs> movie. But you know, um, I think she's as much as we hate her, she's inevitable in this category all the time, every time. That's I mean, I guess really we need to consider it, but like, oh man, I. Who watched the movie? That's the thing. Apparently, Ben Close is in it, which good for her. But I, yeah, I don't think anyone. I didn't even know it was a movie until it premiered at Sundance in 2020. Really? Yeah. Matt Neglia saw it. I don't know. I think. Um, I think the others are in. Yeah, my my five is um, "Be Alive," "No Time to Die," "Dos Artigas." Best look up in my like die on this hill, probably not gonna happen. Choices your song saved my life from sing to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is I, you too. It is you too. So yeah. You do, it is you too. I think it could happen. Yeah. It is 101 Possible. odds on Gold Derby right now. So if you want to grab yeah. it, go ahead and grab it. Yeah, it's grabbed. I'm looking at it right now. 
I do think the possible. category is kind of primed for some sort of weird. Oh, it's gonna be so weird. The only thing that's locked is Billie Eilish, because she's probably winning. You know, Billie in Billie in Kanto. Yeah, Billie Eilish is Billie. probably winning. It's Bond. Don't doubt Bond. Yep. Kind yeah. Of, kind of just it. So I've got um, Dos Irrigatos winning actually right now, really? and then I have yeah, just because I think the third is gonna have to, gonna like help it. In contest, just doing so well in the. Billboard I just, list. I just say this: a Disney submit. We don't talk about Bruno. It's a whole different ball game, but they didn't. So. <laughs> yeah, but I, I still think this is. Uh, I, I think it's got a shot. Uh, and then I got No Time to Die at number two, Be Alive at number three, Don't Look Up at number four, and the number five slot is just so hard. Um, like I do want to go with Guns Go Bang, but I feel like. Like, I don't know if they're going to go for two songs with um, that are, like, more on, like, the pop, rap, hip-hop side of things. Um, I mean, both uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Respect, I think. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all have different lineups. That's cool. The goddamn I, trilling. I think, I think if the song from, like, Spectre or whatever the fuck it's called can win, uh, which is mediocre but... at best. Yeah, yeah, that's win. a good point. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm but... sorry, but Sam Smith has Lady Gaga's Oscar. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, till it happens, you should have won. But that fucking mediocre well, ass bomb song had to win. To be honest, I don't think No Time to Die is a great song either. <laughs> Oh, I love that song. I I just really like I, I just don't like Billie Eilish and her whispering. I guess I don't know. Better than the trilling that uh, Jennifer Hudson was doing. Well, that's like being the tallest kid in kindergarten. <laughs> um, it's really sad to it's... me that uh, Sam Smith won that because Radiohead was supposed to be the ones. Yeah, that... no, and the Radiohead Spectre song is pretty good too. So yeah. yeah. Okay. I think. That's it for song. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to add. It's on me now to predict best original score. Fuck this category. Okay. Also. I have Dune, The Power of the Dog, The French Dispatch, Don't Look Up, and to go along with the song nomination, I have Encanto. Okay. Exact same top four by Parallel Mothers F5. I have mild and no guts, no glory here. I have a double domination for Hans and no sense. Okay. Feel like he was he, if that was gonna happen, he would have made BAFTA. Look. I have to I had to make up for having to keep Hunter out Fair enough. Fair enough. Make up for somehow. Um I have the same lineup as George. I have top four in Encanto. I do think like there's a slight chance that Spencer like gets the five bloods and sneaks in here still. This is the only spot I get in. <laughs> if it does, totally uh, the only spot I get in. But you know, I I think Encanto is pretty solidly that fifth spot. I would say probably also look out for Tragedy of Macbeth because it's like Potter well. They do like Cry Bar well, and the Macbeth score is a banger, but it missed the BAFTA long list. 
I would love to see the Green Knight on here, but that's not happening. Aww. That would be amazing. They're all losing to Doom so it's fine. So. Yeah. Hans Zimmer is finally and getting his second Oscar after 24 years. We're, we're all in agreement about Dune winning, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I've got Dune, Power of the Dog, French Dispatch, Don't Look Up, and Parallel Mothers, which sucks. I don't, I don't get the hype behind the Parallel Mothers score. I really don't. I did like the movie, but I do not get the hype behind the score. I do not. Like, stuck I, in my head. Like I don't. I, I hated it. I, I also didn't like the movie, but I don't oh, really? hate behind the score. Yeah, I, I thought it was I, overbearing. I find the score either. I I found the score overbearing. But I also didn't like the movie, so. I really want to put Spencer back in because it has my favorite score of the year. I actually preferred Power of the Dog to, to Spencer for score, really? despite Spencer being my favorite. I movie think Spencer year. has a more memorable score. Here, I Spencer's my favorite score of the year. Yeah. Same. Johnny Green was a fucking beast. I don't know. Man. Yeah. Poor man's still not going to win one. There, there was like yeah. some doubt before, but I think at this point, like, Don't Look Up's really solidly basically locked in. Mm-hmm. It, it's gotten enough precursors. Bertel is having a hell of a year. Yep. I don't think they're going to not reward him for this. Prince Dispatch is getting in because Bertel or not Bertel, like just the spot. Yeah. <laughs> but like to be honest, I actually really like all of these scores. I They're think really uh, good. it's a good They're lineup. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even the don't look up score. Don't I know. look at a surprisingly good score. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well <laughs> surprisingly good. Daddy Pertel. <laughs> yeah, he's no. one of the best. <laughs> Succession theme is still just absolute banger. How is Bertel not won an Oscar? That's insane. How did he not win? At least he has an Emmy. At least he has an Emmy. Yeah. How did he not win for Beale Street? That is crazy. That's my favorite score ever. All right. Well, I guess that was pretty quick on score. Because I don't see. Do we need to entertain being the Ricardos, though? Because they did get a BAFTA nomination. No. no, no. I would prefer not. So I didn't even know it had a score. And I watched it two days ago. (laughs) Mood. That's a mood. Okay. Best visual effects. That is Tristan. Visual effects? Cool. Okay. So, obviously, I've got Dune at number one because it's Dune. Uh, Then I have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Then I have Godzilla versus Kong. Then I have Spider-Man No Way Home. And then I have Free Guy at number five. Mine's different. So obviously I have Duna number one, which uh, is the biggest lock in visual effects of all time. Uh, Will Will Mavity did say at the Big Off that everyone was like, I don't know other than Dune. Yeah, that pretty much confirms it. That confirms (laughs) it. Dune is winning. Dune, it's probably the biggest lock in terms of winners. Yeah. Um, And so Matt, Matt Neglia did, he did like like basically a culmination of stuff that has a culmination of awards. The only one that has. Critics' Choice, VES, and BAFTA are Matrix, No Time to Die, and Dune. And that's my top three. Dune number one, Matrix number two, No Time to Die number three. 
which I, I didn't think would happen, but apparently it has a lot of visual effects. Does it? Yeah, that you Dang. wouldn't even notice. So I did that. And based on the first movie they got in, you know, with Kong Skull Island here, I do have Godzilla versus Kong. And then I struggled a little bit, but I did hear that the Bake Off presentation for Shang-Chi used action figures and had a really unique presentation. We hear a lot of things. We hear a lot of things on the Bake Off, though. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like a good presentation might help you. It may not, but it might. And there probably is one Marvel movie getting in here, and it's weird to say it's not Spider Man, but I do have Shang-Chi in over Spider Man because. I mean, to be honest, I, I, Spider-Man is a better movie, but it's, I do think Shang-Chi has more unique visual effects. Yeah. Like, obviously, No Way Home has the, um, the Doctor Strange sequence, but, like, that's kind of been done before. And meanwhile, everything else, I mean, you know, unless, you know, you, you, that's very much been done before. Unless they revealed that they CGI'd uh, Andrew Garfield on Toby McGuire. <laughs> and then in that case, it's challenging Doom for the win. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and it was also a mess. Yeah. So. And it was a mess because the best VFX it, from the year are all missing. Yeah. So, yeah, I have Shang-Chi in over Spider Man and Eternals and Black Widow, which I think we could all write off Black Widow. I Um, have Spider-Man in my last thought because I have Dune, No Time to Die, Godzilla, and Matrix. And I have Spider-Man kind of just based off because it it did really well um, on like the fur list. And I do think it'll kind of ride kind of the wave of kind of how well Spider-Man's doing right now, just like culturally. At the box office, I think it'll kind of ride the wave, but I don't know. I think I think Marvel movies getting in. It's that or it's Shang Chi, unless it surprises in as a fucking Ghostbusters or something. Even though the VFX on that sucks, but like whatever. Is Matrix getting in everywhere? Uh, it got Matrix, choice. Visual effects and BFG. BAFTA. Yeah, it's one of the one that got in all three spots. So I'm a little surprised. Like yeah, I really like that movie. No time to die. Makes no sense because there's no way they saw it before they nominated that. They yeah, definitely, they, they definitely blind. They did. Matt, I think it was, it was Matt or Ryan confirmed that absolutely it was blind voted. Yeah, yeah, that's why we call them the Oscar pundits' choice here on the Gold Derby horses. Um, okay. Uh, I guess just to throw my lineup out there, I have the same top three as George, uh, Dune, No Time to Die, Matrix, and then I have both Shang-Chi and No Way Home in. That's probably not going to happen, but I, I'm not feeling Godzilla versus Kong here, so I just have two Marvels. Mm. forgetting they came out last year. I will say, I do think they prefer original Marvel movies to sequels that aren't Avengers. Mm-hmm. So... But No Way Home had, like, the cultural impact of an Avengers movie. It did. It That's did. Like the only thing, the only reason I'm debating that, I think it's just going to ride, it could just genuinely ride the wave and just kind of be like a, a checkbox. Because yeah. they're just like, well, Doom's winning, so like, might as well just mm-hmm. put this here. 
at the same time though they didn't go with black panther which was also i mean that was a best picture nominee that is a well black panther got completely shot out of the visual effects society and let's be real the visual effects were straight up bad yeah so yeah but like i i I do hear more people are impressed with the visual effects in shang chi than spider-man because they're a little more unique yeah i I don't know it's hard to think about like what is set up the big off because i know we heard a lot of things last year and none of them came true because didn't we hear from like the big off last year that they really liked the presentation of soul and that didn't go anywhere yeah so i'm not sure if like the big off is going to mean that much but i mean the action figures uh presentation for shang chi sounds really cool but it has more i mean i still haven't watched eternals but i think it has really cool visual effects and very unique and also i feel kind of obligated to predict it because if it doesn't i think lester if it doesn't make i think lester's gonna re so yeah uh, okay jared do you have any comments on visual effects? Dune, Matrix, Spider-Man, No Way Home, Shang-Chi, and Eternals because Chloe Zhao won last year. That could be their big push. Do you have three only Marvel movies? That's definitely yeah. not happening. <laughs> Should yeah. I? Wait, what about uh, Free Guy? Is no one on the Free Guy train? It could I happen. See, I could see. If, I think it's not impossible. It got BAFTA it today. It did well, get BAFTA today. Well, I can see it because it's I, it's very very flashy visual effects if anything. Regardless of like how good you think they are, they're very flashy, and there's a lot of them. So that's kind of the only reason I think it could happen. Mm-hmm. I don't see it, but yeah, it, it, it didn't do well at Visual Effects Society, I don't think. So yeah, all right, I'm gonna take it out and put in Matrix. You didn't have Matrix before? No, because I, I love the movie, but I no, think the visual effects are really bad. Made it in everywhere. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it, off was pretty, like its breakout presentation was pretty solid. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll add it in then. But I, I just don't really see what they did that was so different from like the, like the effects they did in like the previous Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, congratulations to Dune on your Best Visual Effects Academy Award. Dune is so winning this. Best yeah. sound. <sighs> and, right, speaking so... of Dune, um, Jack, this, you're on sound. the floor now. Okay. Yes. Uh, so Dune's obviously going to sweep sound. That's like undeniably number one here. I have no time to deny number two. Uh, my number three slot, I actually have No Way Home. Uh, kind of just part of it is the fact that I got Cinema Audio Society, which is a good sign. And also, like, looking at that list of 10, it's kind of a weak 10 on the long list. And No Way Home, it has really good sound design. And also, like, it still has that whole popularity factor, which I think will boost it a little bit. My fourth slot is West Side Story. I feel good about that right now. But, I mean, we're going to get to this later as we go further up the line. West Side Story in general is weirdly shaky now. So we'll see. But I, I saw that in my top five. And my fifth slot right now is Last Night in Soho. That got back today. It has really unique sound design. Um, it got, I think, gold, it got in at the Motion Pictures Senators Society Awards. Yes. So 
I feel good about the top five. I do think A Quiet Place 2 could sneak in over Soho or maybe Power of the Dog, but I, I think Power of the Dog missing BAFTA basically kills it. That's, um, yeah, it, that's not good for Power of the Dog, for sure. Yeah, so I have, I have Dune, No Time to Die, No Way Home, West Side Story, and Last Night in Soho. Um, I will say right now, I was never on the Belfast train for sound because the sound of that movie is legitimately bad. Yep. Um, okay. There's only two to get CAS, MPSE, and Baffin are Dune and No Time to Die. Yep. Okay. Fine. They're all losing to me. Well, I have Dune and I have No Time to Die. I do have West Side Story. I think it is pretty safe considering it is the big musical. I do have Last Night in Soho. I I said that I've been saying this ever since the long list. It could very, very easily make the um the, the nomination five as a lone sound nominee because it does feel like that type of a quiet place type movie that could break in. And I'm gonna stick with it. And I had power the dog up until this morning but missing BAFTA I think is really bad for it it's just the only problem is I don't know what to replace it with because I don't think it's going to be Belfast I don't think it's going to be Tick Tick Boom and Spider-Man I hear what you're saying but I don't even have the predicted visual effects and also they don't like Marvel in this category even when the guilds nominate them. So then I guess that leaves Matrix in a quiet place part two. And I, I don't know which one to do. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm very confused about what to do. I'm also a very, very confused about this category. <clears throat> so um, in protest, I will not predict Belfast because I don't understand Belfast in this category but whatever so i have dune which they're all losing to so it's fine um i have west side story because i think it just has a lot it has it's losing momentum but it has more momentum than tick tick boom especially after today mm-hmm. um and it's showing at that the tick tick boom um will not show up in a lot of places for me <laughs> later um i have no time to die and then my last two spots i kind of went fuck it and I have Last Night in Soho, and I have A Quiet Place Part 2, which is only in there because I kind of didn't know what else to put in. I don't think Power of the Dog will get in. We thought Nomadland would get in last year. Yep. And, like, that didn't happen. So I like... predicted it over <laughs> Mank. I predicted it over Mank. I remember. And, like, I, uh... I don't think that's happening. That's, like, probably the best comparison, so. Yeah. But I can see, like, Last Night Soho getting in here. That seems like a very, like, Academy thing to do. It's like a lone sound nominee. Also, also the sound of it's good. It's just the rest of the movie. You know, a kind of a hot take. I think Last Night Soho has the best sound design of any of these ten. Okay, well, I won't go that far. Over Dune? Oh, oh I won't man. go that far. I don't know. I won't go All that right, far. So not over Dune, but other than Dune, the okay. other nine. Okay. Sound design. It, it doesn't I like really... the sound design in A Quiet Place. I'm tempted to. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was like, I, I think the sound design in A Quiet Place Part Two is good. It's just not incredibly 
different from like the first one, but I'm running out of things to nominate. I was gonna so. say, yeah. I'm just running out of things to nominate. <laughs> I am tempted to do the BAFTA five, which is, you know, doing West Side Story, No Time to Die, Last Night in Soho, and A Quiet Place Part Two. But I don't think the novelty is there. Granted, I haven't seen A Quiet Place Part Two yet. I didn't it like have, the f- it does have, it does really, really I didn't good. like the first one, so I didn't bother watching it. But um, if you don't like the first one, you won't watch the second one. Yeah. I think um, the first one's like a near masterpiece, and I hate the second one. I uh, but I don't know if like the novelty is still there. But I don't believe in Spider-Man to get in here and I Matrix, I mean. I really don't know. So I, I don't, I'm kind of stumped here on what to do. I think maybe Tick Tick Boom. It does have really good sound. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, no BAFTA nomination, no CAS nomination. That's. Did it get MPSE? I think it got in the music category. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I assume so did it like every other music. Yeah. I just, the hype for like Tick Tick Boom like died today. <laughs> yeah, it's very. I'm like, if musical, I don't think two musicals would get in. And I think if one gets in, it's obviously West Side Story. <sighs> okay. Tristan and Jared, I want to hear from both of you before I make a final decision. What are you predicting in sound? Please, I, I need help. Oh, this is so tough. Me with every category. <laughs> um, so I have Dune at one, No Time to Die at two, West Side Story three. Those three seem like locks. Uh, and then I've got Last Night in Soho at four. I think that seems like a strong bet. And I feel like this, uh, this body that votes on uh, sound likes Edgar Wright a lot because um, Baby Driver got in here. And then five, oh my God, this is so tough. Uh, for me, it's between A Quiet Place Part Two and Tick, Tick, Boom, because I can't see Belfast getting in. Power of the Dog's too much of a long shot. And then a blockbuster like Spider-Man and Matrix, I'm not sure. Um, I, I think I'm going to go with, I'll go with uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. And Jared, what are you doing? I'm doing Dune, No Time to Die, West Side Story, Tick, Tick, Boom, and A Quiet Place Part 2. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. I love something different. Okay. Are you just the last two spots that you're stuck on? It's the last slot. Because I, 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 I... I don't, I, I'm not cocky enough to say I, I'm 100% confident in Soho, but I you know, do feel like... None of the like... have her predict, have it predicted on Goldberry. They all fucking Belfast. I, I think, but Belfast couldn't get sound at BAFTA. Belfast couldn't get sound. Yeah, no, not BAFTA. Yeah, I, no yeah. CAS nomination either. It only has the MPSE, which granted it isn't the most quote-unquote important one, but still, no CAS, no BAFTA. The only thing that helps it is it being a Best Picture nominee. That's like the only thing yeah. that would save it. I mean, 
Did, Brett, Brett and I have talked about this before. I mean, you can hear the fucking mic wire during certain <laughs> scenes in the movie. It's uh, pretty poorly mixed. It, it, and honestly, really feels like Tenet in a weird way in terms Tenet of sound. Tenet didn't get where... nominated last year, right? No, there was pretty no. much. Okay. Well, there's that, but also did get nominated at CAS, didn't get nominated at BAFTA. It, it was heavily criticized for its sound, granted for very different reasons than Belfast, but yeah. Yeah, Tenet missed because the branches said they did not get screeners. Well, also, uh, the sound mixing was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, no. sorry, Ben Shane, but you know, it's true. Um, okay. Motherfucker. Okay. Man, this is just uh, motherfucker. Okay. Because I I don't I still uh, shit. Go to your gut. Go to your gut. I guess I will say that like outside of my top five, uh my sixth slot is tick tick boom. I think that could get in if no way I'm suit slips. Oh, okay. Well, with Tick, Tick, Boom slipping, I'm not willing to predict that. I think I'm just going to go with A Quiet Place Part 2. And, you know, which is the the BAFTA 5. I'm not sure that's going to translate, but BAFTA did go 5 for 5 with editing. And editing is very closely tied to sound, as we all know. So that, that, that's a really stupid reason, but regardless, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just gonna, I, that's just what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Dune, West Side Story, No Time to Die, Last Night in Soho, and A Quiet Place Part 2. I'll just, I'll just do I'm that. gonna switch back to A Quiet Place Part 2 as well. You convinced me, George. I, I didn't. Oh, wait, I didn't all be... convince you of anything. <laughs> Watch us all be fucking wrong. Watch yeah. <laughs> Belfast what gets in after Belfast? all. Oh god, I would cringe so hard. I don't think so. Not in sound. All right, best production design. This one goes to Jared. Okay, awesome. <clears throat> one, I have Dune. Two, West Side Story. Three, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Four, the French Dispatch, and five, Nightmare Alley, because carnivals, boys and girls. I have the exact same five, and hey. I think that is a very safe, very logical five to go with. I have so, the same type too. So the ones that made critics, ADG, and BAFTA are Dune, French Dispatch, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. Those are like basically top four. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And then ADG just basically almost always with the exception of last year i think before that was like eight or nine years straight that they lined up five for five uh with the oscars for production design and so that basically cuts out like sierra i think is, was the other main contender so it's going to be Macbeth. Yeah. yeah yeah i have that same vibe too oh am i the different one? Oh yay i'm sorry oh bafta hmm I think we can agree that Belfast is done here because it didn't get BAFTA. Oh, and finally, oh my god. Yeah, Belfast and Power, Power of the Dog, they're not happening at all. Uh, pizza, I guess, has like an outside shot. I was about yeah. to mention, yeah. 
Um, cause I mean, it is like a old Hollywood kind of, they do vibe with that sometimes. Um, and it did get period over Belfast and Power of the Dog, which is pretty big, but I feel like Macbeth's pretty safe, safe as that fifth spot. So, yeah. yep. I, 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 am I don't get like the, that. I don't get the production design nominations for that movie. Well, you don't like the movie. So well, I like the cinematography, but I, I also like the production design and cinema is like gorgeous. So Tristan, are you going with the same five or yeah, I'm same five as you guys. Okay. It, it almost feels too safe, but I'm not gonna bet against that. It feels easy. And I feel like now we maybe we can just move on from this category and move on to makeup and hairstyling, which now goes to Jasmine. All right. So, um, so continuing my trend, um, critics' choice, makeup and hairstyling, and BAFTA all go to Cruella Dune, House of Gucci, and Eyes of Tammy Faye. They all have all three fuck this category <laughs> um so i do have those four and then my last spot is Cyrano because i also don't really know what to do here so like Cyrano, maybe suicide squad i don't know i'm kind of lost for the fifth slot so someone please tell me what you have i don't know what to do for five so um there there are possibilities here i don't understand no time to die in makeup i guess it's because of rami malik's face but I don't really know what else there is. Cyrano, I'm not really feeling either. Cyrano would be like an Emma type of nomination for the hair. Yeah, for, for hair. Oh, mm, yeah. It's like, it's like literally yeah. flashy. Um, there, then there's Nightmare Alley, but that movie really shit the bed with all the, with the short list and stuff. So I'm not going to predict that. Uh, West Side Story. It is, you know, kind of tanking right now. And also, uh, what 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 notable makeup or work was there really? I only really noticed um, Ariana DeBose's hair. So for me, it's between coming to America and the Suicide Squad. And of course, the first Suicide Squad movie, the bad one, won makeup, but then Birds of Prey didn't get nominated last year. So, coming to America did really, really well at the guilds for this. So I have that in as my fifth. Oh, I, I also movie. Oh have, my God. I also have coming <laughs> to America. Yep. I, I I looked up images of it on Google and I'm like, that is happening. Do we yeah. all have the same four, like top four? Yes. Yeah. So what's everyone says? What's I'm winning? Cruella. I have Cruella right now. So I. I also because like then here's the thing if I put Dune that's me having Dune winning five techs which sounds oh no which six, be I would be winning six which like I just cannot say I would have been winning five so well like I this is terrible but I, I'm I'm low-key kind of feeling House of Gucci still yeah. yeah i am too yeah and jared leto 
It's because of Jared Leto, yeah. I think it's between House of Gucci and Tammy Faye. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I have Cruella at three. I think that has a chance to. I don't see Dune getting it, but it's a lock for a nomination. Yeah. Okay. I know the top four is pretty locked in here. Not yeah, I would well, say. But I'm Dune nominated in every single track. So. <laughs> yeah. I have a Suicide Squad at five. Because, like, the thing with Coming to America is it came out before last year's Oscars. So it yeah, it came out in March or February or something. March. If it came out in February, it wouldn't be eligible. True, March. Yeah. So like it was before last year's Oscars. I just feel like Suicide Squad's a lot more relevant, and it had really impressive makeup as well. So I think they'll yeah. they'll go for a Suicide Squad, but it's it's definitely a toss up. Yeah, because I don't know what to what to do there, considering that it did. Uh... You know, Birds of Prey didn't get nominated, so, you know. Yeah. I have The Eyes of Tammy Faye at one, Duna two, Cruella three, House of Gucci at four, and West Side Story at five. Okay. Oh, West Side Story. Again, I, uh, what makeup in that movie is really remarkable, you know? I think it's more the hair. Yeah. Or, or, or even the hair. I only know, I already, like, I mean, so Ariana the bows, but... Out of left field, green night. Let's go. Well, it's not on the short list, unfortunately. It's a write in. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, well, if you want to go there, then uh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I do think, I mean, the first coming to America movie got nominated for makeup and costumes. So, oh, so maybe movie. I still don't know what this movie is about. I haven't figured it out. Yet. Maybe this is this year's Birds of Prey in that regard, but regardless, I do think. Well, I mean, this first Suicide Squad didn't get nominated, and we predicted Birds of Prey because of it, and then Birds of Prey didn't get nominated. So, what do you, you know, what do you, what do you want? But Birds of Prey was a similar thing, where like to to coming uh, to America, where like it came out before quarantine and COVID. Yeah. So like that's why I compared the two, but I'm still oh, okay. coming to America anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. 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 And uh, yeah, I'm not gonna predict Nightmare. I'm not gonna touch Nightmare. I think that's tenth. In all honesty. Yeah. All right. Best film editing. This Ooh. category. Also, also fuck this category. Goddamn nightmare. And for some reason, I chose myself to pick this, to do this. Okay, here we go. I have Duna number one, which really and truly, I feel like is the only lock. After that, I have Bell Shit. No, no, Belfast. After this movie got Critics' Choice, AC, and BAFTA, I do have Licorice Pizza at number three then i have the power of the dog which did miss editing i am a little queasy on that now and then but i'm predicting anyway because i am predicting it to win best picture spoiler and then number five is complete shit show yeah i have five but, now that could get that to swat for now i have don't look up 
Whoa. Yeah, the only ones that have made all three are Dune, Belfast, and Licorice Pizza. Yep. So Critics Choice, Safa, and Ace. Yeah. Uh, I have... I don't know. It's tough. I, I have Tick, Tick, Boom right now, but I'm not super confident in that. Yeah. I have no time to die. Who's mm-hmm. Dying on the hill apparently as well. Well... I would predict that if Skyfall and uh, or Casino Royale had gotten the nomination and they did not. Yeah, I'm running Can out of things to. I'm running out of things to nominate. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But still, still I'm running out of things to nominate. Realistically, there's like ten movies here that can get nominated, and like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think like West Side Story obviously it missed BAFTA and Ace, so it's super unlikely here. I'd yeah. say. I think King Richard missed the top fifteen long list for BAFTA, even though they even though they liked it enough to give it the screenplay nomination still. So I I, I think that's just like not a strong movie in editing. Um, so I do think that last spot that fifth spot is between Tick Tick Boom, Don't Look Up, and what and uh, No Time to Die. I have Tick Tick Boom. No Time to Die could sneak in. Because I think The Force Awakens did a similar thing where it was like a big blockbuster and it got those editing nominations even though it wasn't a Best Picture contender. So it could be something like that. But I, I don't know. I'm just going to Tick, Tick, Boom right now because that makes more sense. And because, spoiler alert, I just love Tick, Tick, Boom and Best Picture and I don't see that only game picture actor. This is why I had to take it out of picture. Also, spoiler because <laughs> I had to take it out of like everything else. Yeah. So if you are going with that way, Tick Tick Boom would be a smart choice. It is also just like a very heavily edited movie. Yeah, it does have really good editing. Like it does have good editing. It's just Uh like really fallen. A lot of the sequences are super flashy. Exactly. Jared, Tristan. Uh, I I have no clue what to put in this category (laughs) (laughs) so just here's my list licorice pizza dune belfast power of the dog tick tick boom okay oh so hmm. i i i thought this category was like pretty locked in but now you guys are making me question (laughs) yeah what did you have before what did you have before Dune at one, Licorice Pizza at two, Belfast at three, Power of the Dog at four, and West Side Story at five. Oh, I would definitely take I, a West I, Side Story at this point. I, I had West Side Story as well, and then I took it out and put Tick Tick Boom. West but Side like, Story is tanking right now. Yeah. I don't know well, if it so is. So is Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, and I like, think. Like, if anything, well, Tick I don't, Tick Boom is tanking harder than. West I don't Side have Tick Tick Boom either. So like, I don't, um, I don't see it going to don't look up though. On well, West Side, I do. Why want to not, say, Tristan? Sorry. Wait, sorry, Jack. What were you saying? Uh, barring last year with like the whole shenanigans with the father, most years, uh, Ace lines up like basically five out of five. Uh, I think there's only been like one or two years in the last ten years where that's didn't power miss. Did not miss Ace. No. So I think West Side Story is pretty solidly not happening. What got in at eight in that it, fifth slot? It was Dune, 
Belfast, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog, King Richard, and Drama. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see and King Richard. Tommy, I don't either. I don't either. Well, but Tommy's you know, don't look up. Tick, tick, boom. French Dispatch, Pizza, and Cruella. Um, and they do always go for at least one or two comedy picks. So, so I'm Tick, like, Tick, Boom did get it. Yes, it did. Okay, I'll go with Tick, Tick, Boom. I think West Side Story might pull a mank where it just mm-hmm. doesn't get well, it. Well, well, the mank comparison will come up again later. Yeah, it kind of starts. <laughs> it's weird because it has way more passion than mank. But... Mm-hmm. Well, about this category. And I am saying... Do we all have been winning? We do. Yeah, I do. But yeah. I do have Licorice Pizza creeping up. Uh, is well, Licorice like, Pizza getting a sound said, nomination? No, it's not. It's not even on the short list. It's not giving us, dude. I'm telling you, dude's what? winning sound. Dude is yeah, winning sound, so it's going to get it. Yeah. And we gotta stick with, gotta stick with that uh, correlation. Very strong. Yeah. By the way, I know you guys are like, really, don't look up, guys. It's an Adam McKay movie. Yeah. The editing. It's, it's his same editor. Not good. The, the, Okay, it, the it's it's showy editing. I don't think it deserves a nomination, but it, it cuts between the people and the meteor in space, and there's just a lot of cut, 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 cut. In, I mean, you know, almost one for the Big Short, almost one for Vice. I would not count out. Don't look up. Yeah, I'm gonna add it in. I That's have, true. I can look up Solid at six right now. This is the same branch that people who me rap. So you so late. And well, I actually kind of. Think to be fair, that, it was the general voting body that gave Bohemian Raps to the Oscar, not. He'll uh, be given a nomination. Not the, br- still. Not the branch. Okay, it's fair enough. Mm-hmm. You're the movie's not good, so. Yeah. And I mean, the Guild did give Bohemian Rhapsody the win too, so like. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And don't look up has so many cuts; it's almost impressive. Hmm. That's, like a, that's like a trial. I'm doing trial. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. <get in> <laughs> And also, I mean, like, Don't Look Up's just, like, really, really strong in picture now, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm adding uh, it. All right. Assuming no one has to say anything else about editing, we can move on to best costume design. Oh, God, we're almost done above the line. Close the line. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that goes to Tristan. For costume design, cool. So I've got Cruella at number one, Dune at number two, House of Gucci at number three, West Side Story at number four, and oh my god, I'll go for now, Cyrano at number five. Would like a fun fact: Nightmare Alley has made all three. Yeah, no, okay. I'm as a, as, as I'll a, put Nightmare Alley. Corolla okay. Dune and yeah. Nightmare Alley are the ones that have made all three places to be made. But can something make all three and still make? Is that yeah. possible? Yeah, that's possible. Okay, I'm just kind of showing it's it's strange. I mean, Isn't Nightmare that- Alley has little passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So. The I'm not sure about it. But also doesn't have a lot of passion in counter. Cerno also does not have a lot of passion, considering it's not even out yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think about- sorry, go ahead. 
Now you go. Uh, looking at BAFTA this morning, I think it's really weird that House, like they obviously loved House of Gucci a lot. You know, Gaga got in top two. It like overperformed on long, long, long list and all that. And it still missed costumes, which is really, really weird to me. That is very weird. Good. Yeah. Oh my God. It means they didn't so, fucking name check it. The I think that in that movie. I do want to say, um, like, because it's Mark Bridges, like, don't. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, you read my mind. I, I think I'm, I'm tempted to go ahead and predict him over Cyrano. Mm-hmm. Who's Mark Bridges? Costume designer for Licorice Pizza. Oh. He, uh, he, he, won, he won two Oscars. And he surprised here with Joker. He surprised here with Inherent Vice. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I think I'm going to just throw pizza in. Over. What's your lineup? Uh, Dune, Ali. Actually, no, not Ali's second. Uh, Dune, Cruella second. Wait, no, sorry. Uh, I have this here now. Cruella first, Dune second, Nightmare Alley third, West Side Story fourth, Licorice Pizza fifth. Interesting mm, lineup. You have uh, Cruella winning with Dune, West Side Story, Nightmare Alley, House of The West Side Story snub at BAFTA is so mind-boggling to me. Like, I wasn't even a big fan of West Side Story, but I don't get how you deny its costumes. Exactly. I mean, I don't think how I don't know. I would love so to also get a nomination here because its costume design is impactful. Mm. But here we are. Movie hasn't even been fucking released yet. So yeah. So I watched yeah. that release. I am deciding right now. I am taking out Cyrano and I am putting in licorice pizza based on the that movie is surging at just the right time. Yeah. And yeah, I think Mark Bridges really could come along for that ride, for the ride there. Yeah. I hope that she doesn't get nominated. The costume designer, that's so mediocre. Well. But I, I think it could just get name checked because it's Gucci. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Also, like costumes and movie. Kind of so much it's crap. a costumes movie, but the costumes suck. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not good. <laughs> Which is like a good sign that Bafta didn't nominate them. Mm-hmm. They didn't. It shows they kind of didn't just like name check them. Yeah, but they also nominated the French Dispatch, which oh. has great costumes. I love that nomination so much. I don't think a good nomination happen. wouldn't nominate costumes <laughs> of like all things. Does anyone want to? Hop on board with me and Jack and predict licorice pizza, or are you going to go different from us? I'm sticking with Nightmare Alley. I'm sticking with Gucci. And Jared, what are you doing? Um, I'm doing Cruella, House of Gucci, Dune, West Side Story, licorice pizza. Heck yeah! Join the club. Join the club. I don't know. I might change between like now and like. I actually have to fully change between now and the Tuesday, but it's fine. <laughs> All right, best cinematography. Oh, fuck in hell this category. Also, fuck this category. <laughs> I guess it's appropriate that I picked Jack to do this one. Oh, fuck this category. Okay. Um, 
So top face pretty obvious. Dune Macbeth, Power of the Dog. I could see any order of those three for that actually. Right now I have Dune winning, but it's kind of a toss up between those three. After that, it's a shit show. Um it's probably gonna end up being some combination of Belfast, West Side Story, and No and Nightmare Alley. What two of those three is probably getting in. Uh ASC like never lines up uh five for five. So either one of Belfast or Alley is missing. And I would have assumed it would be Alley, but it got into BAFTA this morning. And so now like is Belfast gonna are both is Nightmare Alley gonna miss gain everything? I don't I'm not super confident in that. That being said, I do have it sixth still. I have top three and then Belfast fourth, West Side Story fifth. I, it is just so criminal that West Side Story is fifth. Dune, Nightmare Alley, Proud of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth have made all three precursors of it needed to, they've needed to. Three of those are definitely secure in Dune, Proud of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth. I'm like, fuck this category, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think this category. Helps, uh, some talk, that helps West Side Story here is that the fact that it's John Hughes and he's so well-respected. I don't think, even though it missed ASC, I, I still don't think the Oscars are going to pass up a chance, especially since he did like pretty good work here. Um, I don't think they're going to pass up a chance to nom him. I don't know what I to do with this sure category. Like, I've been rallying and I've Belfast. Like, I don't I don't know what to do. Like Belfast is helped by the fact that it's a best picture nominee. Mm. But also it's cinematography garbage. So like it's horrible. Yeah. They missed BAFTA even though they wrote it for most other categories. Yep. Like, I don't I don't know what to do with this category. Surprise Green Knight nomination. Like great cinematography in that movie is amazing. Okay. Hmm. I know Nightmare Alley is real. Mm. So, we're talking about the movie so good. Like, the text in that movie are so good. It's just the screenplay. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at Nightmare Alley and all those mentions for it. I do, pro- I think I probably should just go ahead and put it in there, but I really don't want to take out West Side Story, even though that probably would be what Didn't would have to go. I mean, if you throw an alley in there, it'd have to be Belfast, right? That goes. Yeah, I think it would be Belfast. There's no way they're going 5 for 5 with ASC. I know. But also Trial Chicago said we got nominated. And Nebraska got nominated. That's black and white. Trial was such a weird nomination here. Like... I mean, you want to talk about real weird nomination. Nebraska was the same DP. And that literally only got nominated because it was a black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does not have the best uh, cinematography, that movie. So how many of us are just going with the five? I'm going with the five. Jared, are you going with the five? I have no clue what the five is. <laughs> Dune, Power to Dog, Tragedy Macbeth, Belfast, West Side Story. Dune, Tragedy, uh, Dune, Tragedy Macbeth, West Side Story, Power of the Dog, Belfast. Okay. Yeah. I think I'll just keep this for now. I might change it before Tuesday morning, but... You'll probably change it for now. I'm going back and forth, as will all of us. I just... I, I don't understand how 
West Side Story is vulnerable in this category, especially just. Oh, like, I mean, I know people who don't like. I know that, people who don't like. I know people who don't like West Side Story's cinematography. They don't like the I don't get it. it looks yeah, that's so a good. crazy take. That's oh my god, the the fucking puddle shot alone just. Yeah, this uh, be in, it's great. I don't have it nominated, unfortunately. I have Nightmare Alley nominated. I'm just gonna keep this. I don't care. All right, we're now out of the craft categories and everything Finally, else. Oh my God. Oh, it is time for above the line predictions. Oh, we're gonna be here for another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Jared, is your turn for original screenplay? Yes. Take the wheel. Take it from my hands. The category in which writers write original stories yeah one licorice pizza two belfast three being the ricardos four king richard and five mass because i can do that whoa so i think oh man i would love a mascot in here i think the top five as it is is i said this in the last one it is the worst original screenplay lineup of all time if it is going to be the five. Licorice Pizza is the only one that deserves it. And oh man, that would just be so, that would be such a bad lineup. Oh my God. Especially with being the Ricardos, they're just plaguing it. But it, it might happen. I think being the Ricardos is the best. But yeah, I sure hope so. Yeah, I have uh, Licorice Pizza 1, Belfast 2, Don't Look Up 3, uh, King Richard 4, and French Dispatch 5. That's my, I, that's my, that's my five as well. I took out, I, I really took out King Richard. Richard. I think Ricardo's is like Steve Jobs. Well, I was, but, first of all, if being the Ricardo's gets in, when Steve Jobs missed, missed that's like a crime against humanity. Yeah, that's some bullshit. So much money. It's a crime against humanity. But I don't know. I have like no reasoning of the WGA, but that's a terrible excuse because WGA half of the entries not eligible. So like, I mean, the Oscars have not gone for Aaron Sorkin as much as these other people have. I mean, of course there was him getting some received jobs. Last year, come yeah, like, yeah, it got so they don't love him a bunch. So I think they'll just like it, being their card. Says, I, I think it's safe to say that it's his weakest script in the last like several years, ever, maybe ever. Yeah, Childish, I was having a significant, had a significant um, I just <laughs> on this. yeah, I'll take it out and I'll put King Richard back in. It's just the only thing is that King Richard. To me, it's not really a screenplay movie. I'd agree. I was thinking it would be more like it would be something kind of something to Mari's where like it, it's top 10, but it misses screenplay. But the fact that it got into that BAFTA place where it wasn't that, supposed to do. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's too big. Somebody's like, fuck this year. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And if we're considering other possibilities in screenplay, if you want to, I guess there's mass. 
I guess it's parallel mothers. Come on, come on. I would hope, but yeah. The the thing is, like, with this category, with both categories, and we're going to talk about this in Adapted too. Like every year for the last however many years, it's there's always been that Soul screenplay nominee, and it's really hard to find this year. I think that's that's gonna break. I think. (sighs) Someone on on also the Oscar expert server said it's like a twenty year old stat or something like that. It's yeah. Like over twenty years old, I think it's gonna break. I like. We'll get to this later. I don't think it's gonna break. Um, but I don't think this is gonna be the category where a lone screenplay nomination is up. Yeah, we'll find out later. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I come on, come on, and that are like not happening. So like. Uh. <laughs> Not. I missed Writers Guild. I missed Critics Choice. Hong Kong missed literally every. I hate my life. I hate my life. Missed every single precursor and every single critics group. It's probably the best written movie of the year, and it's just gotten absolutely nothing. It's a damn shame. It's so bullshit. I hate it. I hate my life. But that's how this Oscar year is. Make you feel in general. It's just the, the whole lineup and you know the winners overall are gonna be very disappointing. What do you feel about people thinking about parallel mothers on this category? <laughs> so I actually have parallel mothers. I've got Licorice Pizza oh at one, God. Belfast two, Don't Look Up Three, King Richard Four, and Parallel Mothers at five. I'm gonna need you to explain yourself. <laughs> I don't really have a good explanation for you. Uh, I just, I'm not feeling being the Ricardos. I really think it's going to be snubbed, even though I think it's going to get in that's in some other big categories. Um, I, I think it is snubbable, and here's where they're going to do it. Um, Mass, I just, I don't see that getting in. Come on, come on. There's no way. Uh, and then they could go for like another um, international contender, like Worst Person in the World or a Hero. But I just feel like, Pedro Almodovar has got a lot of respect from the Academy. It's not eligible in uh, international feature, so people are going to want to nominate it somewhere, and this is a good place to do it. It's also got like a very um, quippy and fast-paced screenplay. Like the dialogue is very intelligent. It kind of reminds me of the same kind of dialogue that got him his Oscar win for Talk to Her. So yeah, that's why. Ironically, the screenplay is the thing I have the most issue with in Parallel Mothers. Oh, really? Yeah, it I is a very it. original film. It's original, but ways. it's too, yeah, it's too melodramatic. That. It's too melodramatic for me. Like, that but was this category movie. likes original films. We'll see. Are there some Almodovar's films that are overdramatic? Yeah. Yeah, they're all very melodramatic. Am I but not? Like, oh, God, I'm going to hate. In a fun way. Oh, God. That was my biggest issue with the movie. Is I felt like I was watching a soap opera. Yeah, he makes melodramas. That's kind oh, of sad. It's a good thing we don't have Sam Meltzer on this podcast because I think he would uh, get very unhinged after hearing he scream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Last last question before we move on to adapt it. Any chance for Pig? No. In screenplay? No way. <laughs> no. I'm just considering options. I really don't want the fives to be being the Ricardos, Belfast, the look up King Richard and Licorice Pizza. Well, you take out being the Ricardos. I yeah. did. What did you put in? Dispatch. Oh. 
God, if if that is the lineup, I will probably not watch the Oscars this year. I will just be like, nope, I'm done. At least it would be two. Look at Pizza and Friends Two Flash of Good Place. At least. At least with this lineup, I can bear it. I can bear it. I'm like, okay, this is a little bit better. And I don't hate the screenplay for King Richard. It's just don't look up and tell us. I mean, okay. This patch is my favorite movie of the year, so it's like partially a hope fiction for me. But also, I think I just guild. And also, I think it made WGA, but like it so it's ineligible. It has the other guild support too. Like the fact that it made Ace and it made like, you know, ADG, like it has some industry support. And I think that will translate to like us. Like, it's a Wes Anderson film. It's going to make ADG. Which is going to be, well, it's going to be here. Yeah. All right. Adapted screenplay. Jasmine, I... take it away. Also, fuck this category. <laughs> Holy crap. I have changed this category like all day, basically. So I have Power of the Dog at one, which I'm fairly certain is winning. Um, I have Drive My Car for no other reason other than a spoiler for my Best Picture nomination. Um, I have Dune because I just took out West Side Story because West Side Story has really been losing steam. Um, I don't think the original got a screenplay nomination. It ever. did. Or did it at loss? Yes. Um, and it missed USC Scripter, despite being eligible. Yep. Um, lost Daughter, which made USC Scripter, but not WGA because it wasn't eligible, which is a word we can use a lot in this category. And I have Coda because Coda's had a really good showing in a lot of places. So um, that's what and I have. But like, fuck if I know what to do with this category. That is the five I have. Like, fuck if I know what to do with this category. I, I think, I mean, I've been saying this for a while that Dune could get in based off like recognition of the book alone. And I have no reason to doubt it now. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think tragedy is happening because that didn't. Like if it was gonna be anywhere, we would have been back up. Like that didn't happen. So like, because it made scripter, I believe, and I can't remember yeah. if it made WGA, but like it missed BAFTA. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Where like that like should have gone in. Um, yeah, Westside, and then Westside Story and Tick were kind of dying because just because the writers go hates musicals, so. Uh, also like what also like what else so like <laughs> maybe a surprise like nightmare alley after like the WGA. Not, not alley. um i but think like, if something sneaks in that's not that five i think it might be tick tick boom I, basically i think whichever one of tick tick boom or drive my car gets in here gets into best picture um i think passing could sneak in as well that's another one that yeah sneak in I think um, that's got a chance. That'd yeah. be great. So, I mean, my, my five right now, I have Howard the Dog first, Coda second, uh, Jab My Car third, Dune fourth, and Lost Daughter fifth. I will say, and this is kind of a spoiler alert for once we get the best actress, I think Lost Daughter is going to be this year's lone screen screen nominee. Ooh. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. I, I hope so. That would be great. But Tristan, you don't <laughs> like the screenplay. <laughs> yeah, but I... I want Alana Heim to get in instead of Olivia Colman. Well, we'll talk about that. Uh, Tristan, you're five, please. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I've got Power of the Dog at one, Coda at two, 
I'll go Last Daughter 3, Drive My Car 4, and that fifth slot for me is between West Side Story and Dune. But I think... Because the, I think... T- the answer should be obvious. No, I'm going to go West Side Story because I think Tony bro, Kushner has a bro, lot bro, bro, of bro. respect right now. Okay. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, that's Dune, what I'm yeah. interested in. Dune has Eric Roth. So should I take out Lost Daughter? Because I'm not taking out West Side Story. But Tony West Side Story missed BAFTA and Scripter. And it's shitting yeah. the bed. Yes, but I think it makes sense for it to miss BAFTA because I don't think Tony Kushner has the support by the Brits that he has in Hollywood. He got he got nominated for Lincoln. And it was eligible there. And there was a lot of confusion over whether it wasn't. I will say, I know Ann Thompson has been talking to, you know, Ann Thompson at IndieWire has been talking to Academy voters who have the sentiment that West Side Story is a very unnecessary movie. And they kind of hold something against that. and that that could culminate in a miss here i think i think it's you know mank in this category the screenplay is also the weakest part of the movie yeah i agree with you it's easily the weakest part of the movie well okay second weakest part of the movie second weakest yeah i was gonna say (laughs) second weakest part of the movie but like it's probably it's it's not good like (laughs) maria's a bitch like she's not a good character. Like, <laughs> well, Maria was always a bitch, but whatever. Yeah. Wait, is Maria Rachel Zegler's character? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't know if she is. Yeah. Oh, she is. Oh, she is. Oh, she yeah. is. Oh, I think she she's is. just immature. I don't think. I mean, I don't go around fucking the person who killed my brother, but that's just me. No. The, yeah. the whole point is like it's Romeo and Juliet and they're in love and that's what you do when you're young and you're in love. Like that decision totally Romeo, makes sense. Spoiler, she's not she's not Romeo a 40-year-old woman. Romeo and Juliet's also stupid. Yeah, Shakespeare's yeah. overrated as shit. Let me just say I, that right now. I agree in modern day that that would not that would not fly. Like if if I don't, think killed, the I don't think she's like the 60s either so i mean yeah but like are we all are we all forgetting the part two where like um uh, anita like finds them and basically tells her like you shouldn't have done that that's the wrong decision so i don't know what i'm saying she did that in the original too a boy yeah. like that so it's not, they're not like, oh, look at Maria did such a good job sleeping with him in love. Like the movie points out that that was a bad decision. Did they sleep together? Yeah. After yeah. He's like, after yes, he's they like, did. yes, they did. After he's like, yes, yeah, so I killed your brother. And he's like, I'm going to go to the police. And she's See? like, no. And they sleep together. That's the same. They, they yeah. cut to him waking up shirtless. And yeah. I have a lot of problems with that story. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my um, fucking god. back on topic a little bit, I think that if Power of the Dog, like, I, I'm not fully convinced that Power of the Dog is going to win both director and screenplay, and I think if it loses one of those two, it will be screenplaying. I agree. So I'm kind really? of. My dear what sir. If, what if Coda or Drive My Car kind of late, like later down the line when we're talking about winners and whatnot, what if one of those two kind of switches up? Well, well, I think Coda. Kristen, I need you to shut up real quick. Well, I think Coda could win WGA. I think Coda could win. But, oh, I also, let me say, 
Coda can win WGA. I mean, Power Dog's not eligible. But I, 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 I do think... I do think dude could win WGA, to be honest. You could win WGA. Uh, I could see that. Nah. I think that Drive My Car is going to win BAFTA. Ooh, really? Yeah, Ooh. I think Drive My Car is going to win BAFTA. I would, I, would, I would like to see that. I would like to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay. Actually, might, I, actually, I think we might have a bit of a race for adapted screenplay because I could see it splitting up where, like, you know, Critics' Choice goes Power of the Dog, WGA goes Coda, BAFTA goes Drive My Car, and it's kind of up in the air on Oscar night what it, it actually ends up being. Mm-hmm. Well, then Drive My Car would be the more base pick. So yeah. Drive My Car might, might surprise you, especially if it gets into Best Picture, like... Drive my car seems like a bath thing. That seems like a very bath thing. I'm just, oh man, I don't know if I have that much faith in the academy to make that based on the decision. Because, like, drive my car, well, I think it's they a were, very slow movie. I don't know if they're going to. Well, they were based in both screenplay categories last year. So, you know. Yeah, but Promising Young Woman and The Father, like, they're. They're both a lot more accessible. Like Promising Young Woman's very entertaining. The father is very emotional, and it's something that a lot of people can connect to. Drive My Car is, it's it's a very it's like slow cinema. Mm-hmm. The Drive My Car would be up there in yeah, in right. on that level of baseness. Yeah, yeah. I think about when I'm thinking about that as a possibility is like the fact that they expanded international me- membership so much this year. Yeah, they did. Place where that ends up coming into play. Oh. Anyway, we spent, I think, too long on this category, maybe? Probably. It's, oh, yeah. All right. It's on me now to talk about what I think, who I think is going to get nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Okay. I, I assume everyone has this five. But if not, I'll, I'll, I'll just do it anyway. I have Ariana DeBose. Catriona Balfe. He's probably sleeping this season. Catriona Balfe. Kirsten Dunst. Ruth Nega. Anjanu Ellis. Does anyone have anything different than that? No. No. Yeah. No. But I do want to throw this out here. I don't think this is going to happen, but Eric Anderson floated this on Twitter, like, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. Francis McDormand could get frauded in and then show up here and end up winning. With that. I think, I think if like, that was going could, to happen, but it's, it's just Macbeth so... would need to perform better. Yeah. Like it could, but like that situation is so rare. Yeah. I just I, don't I, see, I just I, don't I, see happening for years. Who would have, but I, I think it's going to be this the vibe that you said, George. Yeah. If that happens, Macbeth's in picture. Yeah. I'm not overthinking this category because we did that last year and look how that went. So, like... Yeah, it's probably just the Globes 5. Probably just Globes 5. Ariana and her bows probably take this with a cakewalk, by the way. So. I, I hope she does. I mean, I think the only person that could like upset her is like Francis McDormand. No, that's not happening. Well, like, if she gets in, then... No, not even if she gets in. Really? Yeah, I, I think she'd be fifth if she got in. I think DeBose is going to win the Oscar. I don't know if she's going to sweep the season, though. I have Ruth Nega winning BAFTA. That could happen. I 
I have a very bad sinking feeling. That Balthus coming? Yes. I don't understand what this kind of thinks about. I look. Listen, I don't know where it's come from. It's I come from I don't nowhere. think Balf is. I don't think Balf is Oscar worthy at all. I don't think she's that good. But she was very clearly top two at BAFTA, and part of me does wonder. Her and DeBose have made it everywhere. Ariana DeBose. I mean, West Side Story. It is slipping a lot. It is on thin ice in a lot of categories. And this is like the one it seems most secure in, especially in terms of winning. And I think, I wonder, because if Belfast isn't going to win Best Picture, it isn't going to win Screenplay. It, it, you know, TIFF winners do typically win something above the line. If that does hold... Part of me does wonder if Katrina Balfe could pull an upset at BAFTA and then like Anthony Hopkins, Olivia Coleman, Meryl Streep, and Marion Cotillard before her pulls an upset at the Oscar. And I don't want it, but it's something that I can't stop thinking about. I mean, Balfe and Bo- DeBose are the only ones who made Critics' Choice, Golden Globe, SAG, and BAFTA. Right. For supporting, for supporting actors, so... But what I'll say about DeBose is like she's also making the rounds and she's gaining a lot of uh, popularity in the mainstream too because of like her SNL set and a lot of things that she's been doing on Broadway. So I feel like she's she's kind of like the it girl right now. I feel like she's gonna pull out win. Um, she's an, and like not that there's any correlation. She was nominated for she nominated for Rising, after Rising. I think. Well, so. Balf is like 40, so she couldn't get nominated there. So, like, <laughs> whatever. I'm just saying. And she, also, she, oh, sorry. Like, she does have, like, she's like, definitely has a lot of eyes on her. So, just like, I'd like just some point. Ariana, I'm pretty sure. They I am saying, I, I am predicting Ariana. And I do think she's probably going to win. And I do hope that she wins, but. I can't help but feel that maybe that now maybe Balf has more passion than we're letting on. And I, again, I don't want it, but you know, I, I didn't want anyone but Carrie Mulligan last year, and look look what happened. So Do you want to have Kate Blanchett? No. Uh, I don't. It almost sounded like you're going to be like, I do. <laughs> no, I thought about it for a second, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. All right. Well, then let's move on to best supporting actor. Oh, can we just finally congrats, congratulate Endowed for finally getting a nomination? Yes. <laughs> yes. All great. Told, I knew she was happening. I knew she was happening. Leaker Street could yep. finally make a graphic for one of their actors. All right. Tristan. You are presenting us with best supporting actor. Also, fuck this category. Yeah, this one. <laughs> fuck this category. Actress is easy. This one's hard. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Okay, so I think Cody Smith McPhee and Troy Kotsker are locked. I'm feeling very confident about Kieran Hines as well. So that leaves two spots. Um, and I think that there are B 
Be because of website story slipping a little bit, I've, I'm taking Mike Feist out completely. You didn't so Mike Feist in? No, I, I didn't. But like, I, I thought he may have potentially had a long shot chance. But I think those last two spots are between Jared Leto, Bradley Cooper, and Jamie Dornan. Um, I think I'm going to go, and maybe I'm giving the Academy a little too much credit, but I'm going to go probably are. Jamie Dornan and Bradley Cooper. I'd love to see Jared Leto get in because I think it would be really funny, but I don't, don't think say that's that. Justin. I am prepared <laughs> for Jared Leto to get in. And yeah, considering licorice pizza, just again, surging at the right moment. I really think Bradley Cooper's getting it at this point because that performance has really left an impression on people. He got a SAG nomination and, you know, people talk about that performance being like, yeah, I that was a great performance. Um, the film drunk has been wanting this nomination for a while. I know that. And uh, th there are a lot of people who, come out of that movie talking about Bradley Cooper. And I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you have two contenders and supporting actor and they both get stubbed at SAG, I don't think both of them going to get nominated at the Oscars. I think it's one at that point. So I have taken Dornan out of my top five for Cody Smith-McPhee, Troy Katsour, Kieran Hines, Jared Leto, and Bradley Cooper. So I have a different... I have, I have, I have four of the same as yours. I have Curtis McPhee and Troy Kotzer, who have made it absolutely, like, everywhere. They, it's, they, I think the race is between those two, in my opinion. Um, and then I have Kieran Hines, because Jamie Dornan is kind of slipping. I know he didn't make SAG... I don't know if he made Basta because I can't remember the lineup. He did not. But so um, Dorna didn't. Hines so, did. Yeah, so that's like more knocks to it. I do finally have Bradley Cooper for Licorice Pizza. I finally relented. Um, because I he's fine. Um, but the movie is surging. And then um, if you know me, I have relented and refused to predict any Gucci above the line, even though I know that one of them's gonna get in so i do not have jared leto um i have jesse plemons currently getting in i refuse Ooh. to predict jared leto that's the only reason plemons is something that a lot of people are talking about <laughs> but i do think if yeah. power of the dog overperforms and does really well i i think i know he doesn't have any precursors but i think if someone gets in with no precursors i think it's jesse plemons i think he just coattails he'd be like five but he would just coattail the entire thing yeah, Plemons is interesting to me. It, it does feel like he's probably coming for his first Oscar nomination at some point. I mean, it's probably next year for Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, yeah. So, that could even be a win. It's just that, you know. I just, I just, on principle, have refused to write a couch of Gucci Local Line. It's just principle. I just can't. I hate the movie. <laughs> we'll see how that changes in a few minutes. Uh, for my lineup for supporting actor, I have Cody and Troy at, as the top two. Um, uh, Heinz third, and I have Leto fourth and Cooper fifth. I do think that 
Um, all four of the people have been mentioned for those last two spots, Leto, Cooper, Dornan, and Clemens. I think it's extremely close between those four. Uh, it's probably smarter to predict Dornan than Cooper, but pizza's like really, really scary. Is surging. I think Cooper will get in there. And also, he's just like, I mean, like you said, even with his limited screen time, he's just really memorable, really fucking hilarious in the movie. I think I think he'll get in. Yeah, I really think he's getting in. We all we all have Cody winning. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, I will say. It's gonna be Troy. Close. Troy, if he wins SAG, I'm gonna start predicting him to win. He's gonna win SAG, so. Uh, I, I Is think he? Win. Uh, he I could. Think if he wins, if he wins the SAG, then I think. If he wins SAG, he's. I think. I think he's front runner. He and Co- I can see him and Cody like splitting them and it being absolutely yeah. Well. <laughs> I think Coda's surging. Because I also think that Coda's going to take Sag Ensemble. I have Coda taking Sag Ensemble too. Same. Yeah. But also, Troy has like one of like the best scenes like of the year in the Bethesda scene. I mean, I think people, everyone's been saying this all season. Like, Cody, that sort of performance, like as excellent as it is, it makes no sense as an Oscar winning performance. It just feels so unlike anything that they'd go for. Yeah. Troy fits more so into that box of a traditional Oscar-winning performance. He'd be fantastic. They'd both be fantastic winners, so I'd be happy with either of yeah. them. I- I'm happy with either one. Uh, uh, so my lineup is um, Cody Smith, McPhee, Troy Kushner. I have Kieran Hines just because. Um, I also have Ben Affleck for the gender oh, part. Oh, I was about to bring <laughs> that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Only matter I- time. Yeah. Um, Golden Globe and SAG. Exactly. And he's been doing a lot of press and the Amazon's been campaigning him because everyone who's seen the movie, even if they don't like it, which is a lot of people, they praise his performance. Um, or he's just so I feel Jared, like he's, he's, he's going to be in there. Or he's just the Jared Leto of this year. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, I think something that goes in his favor that was not in Jared Leto's favor last year is that Ben Affleck, the character that he's playing is like extremely likable which could help i don't know there's just like a certain charm to the movie like even though it's not a very good movie uh, that could help him sneak in i don't know about this category um wait jared what's your fifth oh uh um jared leo has to gucci (laughs) what a terrible nomination that would be did i take dornan out hi i kind of want dornan to get a nomination because I, I want both Fifty Shades stars and both Twilight stars to eventually be Oscar nominees. Mm. That'd be such a great redemption story. Yeah. Wow. And I actually think Dornan's better than Hines, like significantly. I don't I, I don't think either of them are like. I prefer Dornan to Hines. I prefer Dornan to Hines. Dornan throws a ball at somebody, and that's all he does in the movie. Like, I actually think Dornan is like. Like I wouldn't put him in my five, but I think I think he's, he's I, relatively... I don't know. I think his, I think his character's charming. Yeah, I think he plays that character really well. There's a sense of um, like it's kind of like one of those like it almost feels like he's um playing Brana's own father. Like I don't know. I think he he there's like a sense of nostalgia to that character. I think he, he's no he's, Stephen Young. Let me say that. Oh, it's not even young. But... Yeah, but he's also a supporting actor and Young was weed. That doesn't make much of a difference. He's still no Stephen Young. 
Okay. And because we do need to entertain the idea, obviously Ben Affleck, as Jared pointed out, do we need to entertain the idea of J.K. Simmons for being the Ricardos? No. 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 Has he made it anywhere? Uh, yeah, Critics' been. Choice. But that's... Well, there's a matter of it. No Academy crossover. Didn't get SAG. He but... If he was going to get in, I would needed to see him at SAG because they loved Ricardo yeah. so much. And didn't I, yeah, I definitely don't think he's going to get in. I thought he was point. terrible in being the Ricardos. I, I, liked him, I liked him more than fucking Bardem and Kitten. <laughs> which is a little I liked both of I liked all of the supporting performances over the league performances. <laughs> okay. Here we go, everybody. With the juggernaut, are we at the, the big one? All right. Best actress time. I believe it is Jack's turn. Ooh, boy. You guys are going to love this. Okay. Um, so, Gaga is winning. I think. <sighs> I would prefer no Colkin to just Most of us agree with this. I think Lady Gaga, she got top to a BAFTA. Yeah. Kidman didn't get there. Gaga's gone in everywhere. She has a trifecta win. I prefer Kidman up the She has point. a sack ensemble. Like, I, I think she's gonna win. Like I hated Kidman, but I prefer Kidman at this point. Like Yeah. And also, I mean, if it's between her and Kidman, the, the, I mean the fact is that House of Gucci's a more well-received movie than being the Ricardo's. The low bar. Yeah. But it's a really low bar. Still, still. <laughs> I, I mean that also matters. So I, I think Lady Gaga has is solidly our front runner right now. Uh, unfortunately, I think she's the worst performance in this category by far. I think she'd be one of. I genuinely think she'd be like one of the worst she, actress she's winners of all time. Like <laughs> I've ever seen. She's genuinely awful in the movie. Like she's probably gonna win. And like George, where would you put her on your list? Uh, bottom half for sure. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I haven't looked at that list in so long. And I'm gonna have to. Add, yeah, to I'm gonna have her. to. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm getting ready. I'm preparing. Okay. Uh, and then after Gaga, I have Kidman number two. I think that's also mostly in agreement. Uh, she got the globe. Obviously, she's you know being being their cards is performing pretty well. It's gotten you know bits and pieces of like SAG and WGA and PGA. It's a it's a well supported enough movie where like even if it doesn't get into picture or like actor or screenplay like. Kidman herself is going to have a solid amount of support, and we could see her take up another precursor. Like, I think there's a solid chance she could take up uh, a Critics' Choice win. So I, I think she's a terrible win. Uh, number three, I have a lot of time right now for number three, just because she got topped to a BAFTA, and that's the fact that she got popped to a BAFTA over Kidman and over Chastain is really interesting. And also the fact that if being there, Carter's misses picture, uh, Alana Haim is going to be the only Best Actress nominee to be in a Best Picture nominee, which is going to be big. So I think Alana Haim's pretty clearly number three right now. Uh, at number four, I have Jessica Chastain. A lot of people are sleeping. I, I, I saw a lot of people today saying that she's snubbled now. I don't think anything's changed for her. I think she's still really strongly in. Um, she has noms everywhere except for BAFTA and she was probably never going to get BAFTA in the first place. And also, um, I, I'm going to just randomly bring this up now, but 
TIFF, she has that TIFF tribute award and that has a pretty, as long as that's been running, that has a pretty strong correlation with acting nominees getting in. So I, and, and obviously she's been campaigning a bunch too. So I think Chastain's pretty solidly in at fourth. Uh, the fifth spot's kind of a shit show right now. I have it as either Coleman or Stewart. Both are movies that are not getting a ton of industry support. Both are very, very divisive movies. You look at their IMDb's, you look at their Rotten Tomato audience scores, they're like low 50s, like high 40s, very, very divisive movies, very indie movies. Like there's a lot of, it's really close between those two. And I do think that because Coleman missed that BAFTA in the way that she did, missing BAFTA was shocking. It was so shocking. I think right. everyone thought and, and she, because she missed in that way. And because Stuart, like, even though she's been missing SAG and BAFTA, she's still, like, pretty clearly the critics' most beloved performance, at least in this category, if not in any category this year. I think that Christmas Stewart is going to get that fifth slot. And I think Coleman is going to be shocking me snubbed at the Oscars. That would be a very big snub. Wait, yeah. but didn't Coleman miss the BAFTA last year too and still get in for Oscars? The Father was like top three in Best Picture. Yeah, The Father was true. really massively loved and Lost Daughters, shaky-ish. So... Fuck this category. I, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> also have Lady Gaga winning... I think it's just uh, she 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 has a lot more going for her than we gave her credit for, to say the least. Then they also have Kidman. I still have Olivia Coleman here, and again, because of its surging, it's 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 just really rising at the right time. I really think a lot of Heim's getting in. And then I have Jessica Chastain and Stuart snubbed because uh, at least The Lost Daughter does have industry nominations. Whereas Spencer has zilch. Nothing. Stop reminding me. You did get the Globes, though. That's not industry. Yeah, but it is. That is like an indication that there is some support and the globes are fairly normal they weren't televised yeah but like they're fairly normy and i feel like the academy is a little more i don't think stewart is a very normy pick that's what i I mean coleman coleman yeah sure true i think if when it comes to Stewart, I just, because yes, The Lost Daughter is very divisive, arguably more so than Stewart, not Stewart, Spencer, and all that. But I think the difference here is Lost Daughter already has a guaranteed pretty much screenplay nomination. And, you know, Olivia Coleman has, is, is like almost becoming like the next Meryl Streep in a way where people just want to nominate her and want to see her attend award shows and want to see her give speeches and all that stuff. Cause she just keeps 
surprising with wins. And she's not going to win the Oscar. Not after, you know, the BAFTA snub. But, you know, people like her a lot. And for that reason, I think that that will still help her in the end. Spencer is looking like it could get no noms outside of Kristen Stewart. And there's plenty of people who are now coming out of the woodworks to say that her performance was just straight up bad in the movie, which I don't understand. But these people exist. And, and one uh, of them. Don't, don't you dare say it, Tristan. <laughs> and they don't like the movie and blah, blah, blah. Stewart just has a lot going against her and let's be real there are still people who still hold Twilight against her oh you were talking about Stewart I thought you were talking about Coleman sorry I think Coleman's (laughs) I like Stewart no Olivia Coleman was in Twilight don't you know yeah he was Edward (laughs) oh my fucking god I can't get that image out of my head now. Brett, if you're listening to this, please make that a meme. I mean, there was okay. also one person who didn't vote for Kristen Stewart at SAG, either because she's queer or because she's a feminist or both. And we haven't figured it out yet. So, like, that person's probably a, you know, Trump train. I mean, they're probably a Trump person, but like, yeah, they're definitely a Trump supporter, but you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really not feeling Kristen Stewart. And I think I was very worried about Alana Haim. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'm really that worried about her anymore now because based the only on... thing that can save the category from being total almost ass. I mean, based on the nominations that Liquor's Pizza got a BAFTA, I think she was top two with lady gaga yeah i mean who else would have been top two from that category like scanlan well like, after love only gotten jury categories you know i'm gonna Ro- just ross at least broke into you know non-jury categories it's pretty unlikely but what if jones was top two and what if jones just like gets in i, I love see, that. i don't see jones as top two. i think jones is jury he was definitely the jury jones was almost definitely jury yeah. Know. Shut up. I think that's a good point. Tristan, Otis no, Tristan, shut up. Shut up. Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Too. I know where the I know where this is going. I know where this is going. I need you to shut the fuck up right now. It would be a very inside tech practice, though. It would be. Yeah, I agree. Also would save the category. Like I like Jessica Chastain in Isaac Tammy Faye, even if I thought the movie was mediocre. Like Chastain was really good. But like, oh my god, is this category looking like ass? So I've got a different five than you guys. Oh, so do I. I'm so excited. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I already know where this is about to go. I know where this is going to go based on, you know, what the, the, the fight that Tristan and I had last episode. No, I took Amelia Jones off. So no, not about Amelia Jones, but whatever. I have Nicole Kidman at one. Lady Gaga got two. Uh, Olivia Coleman at three. I want to know what you have. Mm. Then I have Alana Heim at four and Penelope Cruz at five. Oh, I don't get this Penelope Oh my god. Okay, oh, crackle, 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 crackle. Give Tristan back his computer. 
right now. I, that's total smoke. She she missed Doctor Longlist. That's that's it. She was everything. That... Not even just that. She was everything. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, she missed Golden Globe when they nominated her movie and its score. Exactly. The only thing that I could give credit to a potential Penelope Cruz nomination, even this is kind of a long shot, is Kate Blanchett is apparently holding screenings for of Parallel Mothers for Academy voters. Is she? Yeah. That's what <laughs> Sam so told random. Sam Sam told me this not too long ago. That's so random. I heard and, Guillermo's doing it too. That's so uh, random. Oh, and Guillermo's doing it. Oh my god. And yeah. um when so Sam was telling me about it, he he compared it to um, in 2010, Sandra Bullock held Academy screenings for Beautiful with Javier Bardem, and Javier Bardem went on to get nominated for Best Actor over Ryan Gosling and Blue Valentine. Did but he did he get any precursors though? He got BAFTA. Okay. Well. And Beautiful <laughs> was also nominated in international. So, like, that's the big difference. And I, I, uh, I mean, I mean, we well, know Penelope, who Penelope Cruz is an Oscar winner. Well, Javier Bardem was also an Oscar winner by that point. So, what are you? What I are mean, you we know that poor Jessica Chastain is not getting the votes of her co stars because I'm pretty sure they're all voting for Penelope <laughs> Cruz. <laughs> so, I wonder how she feels about that. But I. I have a fun category because I'm stubborn. So I have Nicole Kidman at one. I'm refusing to predict Lady Gaga. And I'm taking the loss and refuse because uh, I hate that movie and I will let personal bias go in the way of these predictions. So I do not have Lady Gaga, even though I know she's probably winning. Um, and then unordered, I have Alana Heim because the first pizza is doing incredibly well. Uh, I have Olivia Coleman. I have Jessica Chastain. And then um, I have predicted Kristen Stewart since January of 2021. So uh, I will die on this train by myself. <laughs> I have no reason to take her out. I've, I've stuck with her this far, so I'm not taking her out. It's sad that she's turned into a no guts, no glory at this point. It's sad that we have to beg for it. But yeah, I've stuck with her since January of 2021, since she, it was announced, like the first photos of her were released. So I don't have a reason to get off the train. Jared. What do you have? Save us. Jared, save us. Oh, I'm going to do the exact opposite because my list is crazy, but I'm sticking by it. Oh my God. But I like have, don't have the energy to defend it either. Okay, I'm going to rip the bandit off. Three, two, one. My number one is just Gachastain and I's Jeremy Faye. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I, I think the Oscars are going to do an FU and just give it to her and just be like... Oh, I take it off fucking... We trick it. We, we tricked you with Gaga and Uncle Kidman. See us suckers. That's that's the academy. I have I her see, I, one. Oh, take it over, Gaga. I have two Nicole Kidman, three Lady Gaga, four Alana Haim, and five I have Rachel Zegler. Just because Ooh. that Golden Globe win might mean something. Might I don't know. But with West Side Story, just really. 
I don't think it's flipping as much as you think, uh, as you're saying. Like, I, I think it's Tristan, like Tristan, missing I mean, SAG, missing ASC, missing ACE, the rumors about Academy members, you know, holding something against the movie. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Doesn't it's still probably look... going to get like the second most amount of nominations. It's not yeah. getting the second most. I don't think. I have it getting I have it getting five. I have Power of the Dog getting the second most right now. I have it doomed in the Power of the Dog. Just watch, Tristan. Just watch. I think I have Western Story like six or seven right now. Yeah, I would have five. But either way, I I don't see Rachel Zegler happening. I never really believed it, to be honest. But mm-hmm. yeah. I mean because the argument for Rachel Zegler is Golden Globe and then also NBR. She got that NBR win right back at the beginning of the season. Yeah. But I don't think West Side Story is strong enough for her to get in. I don't think it'll be that. And all these other four women, other five women, six, seven even, are bigger names. Mm-hmm. Literally, like two people in my lineup are Oscar winners, or three people, actually. Um, just two of them all have acting wins. And then, you know, one of them has been nominated twice before. And the other is a Grammy-nominated singer. Yeah. So... I mean, and also, like, all the hype from West Side Story for the acting is going for Ariana DeBose, I feel like. Yeah. Like, which was, like, was really good. But, like, all... I think Ariana has a lot of, like, the hype and could eat a lot of, like, the hype for the acting in that movie. Yeah. Because she's the best performance in the movie. She so. is the best performance in the movie. She's like one of the best supporting actress performances of the year. She's great. The best supporting yeah. actress. I think she's better than Rita Moreno in the original. Well, yeah, that's not hard to do, though. <laughs> Damn, True. the shade. <laughs> the shade. It's going to be sad if she wins, though, because she'll be the second Latino winner. And it's for the same performance. That will help the ease one. the pain. so sad. At least it'll help ease the pain of Lady Gaga <laughs> winning, because that's just going to happen at this point. Honestly, a lot of hard making it. in is like... No, Tristan, Lady Gaga's probably winning at this point, honestly. You have to get ready, accept it cope i don't Thanks, want her to win because the first stands are so i i know i know Holy i hate them God. too I'm but like, like mute like on twitter honestly like, after carrie losing i'm just prepared for every bad thing in this category to come my way I'm oh my like, god her stands are obnoxious bring it on bring it on oh god forbid make, we don't like the make movie. me regret shitting on francis mcdormand all year come like, on just, just get it over like with house, like, god forbid we don't like house like Gucci. god also, yeah. Gaga's never put out a great album. About uh, Lady Excuse Gaga. me. <laughs> I think it's time to move on to Best Actor. <laughs> okay. I believe this next one is Jared. Yes. Okay. Best Actor. Also fuck uh, this category, too. <laughs> fuck every category. Except supporting actress, which seems very easy. Uh, I still have Andrew Garfield winning because it's just a gut thing. Oh, Jared. I, have, okay. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I really I'm don't. Sorry. I'm so sorry, Jared. I really don't. Mm. I'm so sorry. 
Then I have Will Smith, then I have Benedict Cumberbatch, then I have Javier Bardem, and my, like, Diana Hill, probably not going to happen, is Cooper Hoffman for Licorice Pizza. No good, no glory. Good. I appreciate something happening. Well, I've kind of resigned back to Will Smith now. Cumberbatch, Mm -hmm. Garfield. Denzel may still not have a BAFTA nomination somehow. But he got in for Roman J. Israel Esquire. There's no way he's missing for Macbeth. I still want to know what, what did he do to BAFTA? Like, did he like threaten their families? Like, and I don't understand why they've never nominated him. Like, it's starting to because look they hate they hate black people. Will Smith. They hate black people still. <laughs> the juries don't hate black people, but the membership does. Anyway. Um. Okay, fifth. I'm kind of cycling back and forth between Dinklage, who is the only first timer in contention mm-hmm. here. Isn't that a stat that goes back like forty years? Yeah. Then Javier Bardem, who got a SAG nomination, and Golden Globe, and Golden Globe. And then there's Leonardo DiCaprio who shocks with a fucking BAFTA nomination for Don't Look Up. By the way, no doubt he was top two. Had to have been. I don't know. Dick went from BAFTA, which I feel like he shouldn't have missed. I'm starting to wonder if DiCaprio, like, because. It almost does feel really weird that Don't Look Up having to cast that it does is going to get like best picture, screenplay, you know, song, score, maybe even editing and not an acting nomination. It is an ensemble so, movie, though. It is, but still. And DiCaprio, he does have like a Peter Finch network-esque scene where he, he's screaming about how everyone is, you know, stupid for ignoring the comment and all that. I'm starting to seriously contemplate putting DiCaprio in my fifth slot. What does everyone else think? I haven't um, changed. I still haven't changed one. I still have Will Smith. Um, I have Andrew Garfield. Six different people from my fifth slot right now. I've <laughs> changed it so much. I have Will Smith number one. Uh, Andrew Garfield, even though I don't think he's top two, I think Cumberbatch is top two now. Uh, Denzel Washington, Benedict Cumberbatch, and I still have Dinklage because I'm just sticking with the stat the first time mm-hmm. that that's like the only reason he's in my lineup still so i think it could easily be like dicaprio or bardem or like i don't know who else would miss from this lineup like i have I, Denzel. uh so i have smith winning right now i think cumberbatch is really i think it's really really close between those top two um also because there's a the slight chance that smith could have been a jury pick and not a populist pick uh, so Smith, Cumberbatch, top two. Garfield's still pretty clearly number three to me. Even though he missed BAFTA, it's still just like a universally loved performance. I don't think he's going to be missing for that. Denzel's pretty clearly fourth. Um, 
Baffin, the Baffin snub hurts, but like it doesn't matter too much. And he's gone everywhere else, even places that didn't like Macbeth, like Critics' Choice and Golden Globes. He still managed to get him there. So I think he's pretty solidly in. The fifth slot's fucked. I really, I, I've switched it so many times. Right now I have Leo uh, fifth. I think that there's a solid chance. I, I know I I know it's not like a super popular thing. I think there's a solid chance for Mahershala Ali to show up for Swan Song. Um, sweep Song. Sweep Song, baby, yeah. No, because Bone Globe and BAFTA both were like our smaller pools, but it shows that there's like clearly respect for his performance. And then also the fact that he is, I'd say he's, uh, of the people who are like contending for that fifth spot, Ali, over the last few years, he's probably by far the most respected actor of those five or, or of the four or five who are contending for that fifth spot. You know, he has two previous Oscar wins, obviously. He has, you know, Golden Globe wins, SAG wins, Emmy wins. He's a very decorated actor. And he, even though this isn't like a first time nominee for him, the fact that this is his first ever lead performance gives him kind of more of that newcomer feel still. So I think that there's a solid chance that Mahershala Ali could uh, sneak in. I have Leo fifth though. Um, Don't Look Up's just way too strong. And I think that there's a chance that Leo was top two at BAFTA. That possibility is is what's really making me think he might happen. Because like the jury went for Ellis so the jury clearly loved King Richard because they went for Alice. And the BAFTA, the more populist picks, they don't look up overperformed at BAFTA. It got like all those, you know, scores, screenplay, and picture obviously was a huge one. So I think it's a big possibility that they just liked Don't Look Up more than King Richard. And then the jury saved Smith. I'm doing it. Dinkle job, DiCaprio in. Yeah, yeah I, think- I put DiCaprio in too. I, MGM is MGM totally fucked up the Sierno distribution. They I were really bad. In February now. It's pretty. I've nice. only seen it because of screening rooms. That's like the only reason I've seen this movie. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I do think the stat was more by coincidence than actual intention. I, I think this is going to be the stat is broken for sure. I think a lot of stats are being broken mm-hmm. um i want to throw this out here as like it's like the longest of long shots but i do think if drive my car is getting into picture and overperforming i think there's like a tiny kernel of a chance that nishijima gets in oh that would make me so happy yeah i mean he has a chance to win and like it's a it's a really good performance in a movie that like is getting international support and if it overperforms the way it does i think there's a tiny chance that he sneaks in but i That'd feel like great. if song king ho couldn't get in for parasite yeah that's the that's the only thing mm-hmm. all right well if that's all we have to say about best actor i think we can move on to best director jasmine who are you predicting for best director wow i wonder what's winning this category no clue oh. 
Um, but so I'm kind of obviously Jane Campion winning. She's the only director to land basically everything or literally everything. So she's probably winning. Um, if you told me a couple years ago that we'd have two women win in a row, I like would not have believed you. That's like literally insane. Here we are. But here we are. Um, I have PTA, despite the Globe snub. Um, the movie is definitely surging. He got BAFTA. He got like DGA. <clears throat> um, then I have Den- Dennis Villanueva. Um, <laughs> And, <laughs> Dennis Villanueva. Um, I think he and Jane Campion are like very securely top two, or like top two artists for nominations. Um, I think he's making it in. Um, not unless it, they pull like a inception that he somehow misses, but I like that really not, don't uh... see that. Like, like the like the directing in the movies, like you cannot deny the directing there. I mean, at least Villeneuve's a previous nominee. I'm sorry, so, continue. Uh, DGA has not gone five for five since about 2009. So someone's missing. Indeed. I have Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, just because it is, it is whether we like it or not, like a top three, top five picture contender still. Um, and West Side Story is falling off um in categories that it really shouldn't and in my fifth slot i currently have hamaguchi for drive my car i'm not going to try and pronounce that first name but i do have hamaguchi for drive my car to kind of match with all the rest of the nominations i have for it but i i don't see going five for five this year if they do it's very boring so yeah, the odds of DJ going five for five are pretty astronomical, as is. The difference, I I have Brana being snubbed instead of Spielberg. And because, I mean, if we're going to fit with the main comparison, David Fincher still got nominated for director. And... You know, I mean, it's like best comparison would be like three billboards, which is a top tier picture contender. Well, or like Green Book. I'm, I'm comparing Meg to West Side Story. Belfast is very clearly, you know, billboards, trial, Green Book. You know, of course, I understand that Branagh is a previous nominee, but he was nominated 30 years ago. So the branch has probably changed quite a bit since then. He's also think, an actor director, which they yeah. I, I understand there's a lot of caveats to that, to these things, but at the end of the day, he is still an actor director. The movie is still, you know, not you know very middle brow movie that the director's branch wouldn't typically go for, and especially with Drive My Car, getting the BAFTA nomination for screenplay, just like another round did, just like Cold War did, just like Amor did. I think Hamaguchi is definitely on the rise for director, and I, I do think, have I him think, predicted over Ken Branagh. 
I do think the international voters will really help Hamaguchi. Yeah. Like, if anything, especially with, like, the voter turnout being, like, they said, like, really, really high. I can only hope that's, like, a good thing. But, yeah, I think I think international body will help Hamaguchi. And there's been a trend of international directors recently, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I have... I do have um, Ryosuke Hamaguchi getting in here for Drive My Car. Now, if you're, I think, I don't know what I think. Does anybody have either Brana or Spielberg missing for Hamaguchi? I do. I have Brana missing. I have Brana missing. I have Brandon missing too. So Jasmine's alone on the ship here. I'll be alone on my little ship. I have a lot of ships. It's okay. And honestly, I I could see Spielberg missing. I could. I I can't. I think that is way too much of a like directing achievement. Um, and I think the the sentiment here is that like this is. Spielberg's most impressive film in a very, very long time. Which is and why I still have him in. Yeah. It's fine. He can get nominated for the Fableman next year. He'll be fine. Yeah, but this, like, he directed the hell out of the movie. Like, to me, I think he should definitely be top two. But I know right now Denny is two and PTA is probably three. But I, I'd put Spielberg yeah. solidly in there. Um... I mean, you're saying Denny's two and PTA and three. That's how it feels right now. But like, is there a chance that PTA is two? Because PTA got, um, I mean, not even PTA, just pizza in general. It's so strong right now that Loki, I think PTA might be number two. I think it comes down to the fact that Dune is getting the most nominations, I think, easily. I mean, yeah. Dune's winning like. Probably yeah, it's, it's winning the three. most. It's I winning the most, I think. Five, I think. I've won five right now. So it, it's also the fact that his directing is more showy than Paul Thomas Anderson's is. And I mean, I think the chance of him being like Christopher Nolan Inception, that ship has sailed a long time ago at this point. I think, like, he's really gonna, you know, coast his way into that nomination, especially considering that, unlike Nolan at the time Inception came out, Villeneuve is a previous nominee. Wait, did, did Nolan miss for Inception? He did. What the fuck? Yeah, that doesn't make That's any sense. So he made crazy. it in everywhere and he missed. Yeah. Wow. And, and even still, Dune is much more showy of a, there's much more of a director showcase than Inception was. Like, you know, there's more production design going on, more costumes, more visual effects, you know. It's more directed. Ooh, I don't know. Inception had a lot going on. Okay, but, like, did it have, like, fucking, you know, fly helicopters on a desert planet? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think that's really what it comes down to in terms of, like, who's hired, Vilna or PTA. Mm -hmm. although 
you could make an argument that PTA is more, is more respected than Villeneuve. And also, like, keep in mind, George, you and I now have licorice pizza at seven nominations. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. I, I think it might, I, I think he might sneak his way into being a runner up. Yeah. Could happen. But I, I do feel that Campion, Villeneuve, and PTA are pretty solidly locked in there at this point. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg less so, but probably still should get nominated. And I think Hamaguchi is surging at just the right point, just the right they, moment. Yeah, in 2010, Christopher Nolan missed for Joel and Ethan Cohen. And that's another thing that helps Villeneuve. Who who would he miss for at this point? Like Guillermo's not getting nominated. Julia DeCorno's not getting why is Julia DeCorno that high in gold derby? What the fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um like Joel Cohen's not getting in, Adam McKay's not getting in. No. They, they, they had like they yeah. no they're not nominating like, Maggie Gyllenhaal like no or Sean Hader, you know. Yeah. No Pablo Lorraine, like they're not gonna do any of that stuff. They're not gonna yeah, reach. They had, yeah, the conference with no precursors and they got in over uh no one. I don't, massive shock, I don't know. I don't see any way that um I, I don't see anyone who could else who could come in besides any one of these six at these points. So I mean, that I have Cohen at seventh, but he's not gonna get him. Yeah. And I set this up so perfectly for myself admittedly on purpose but oh my god did you yeah i am i am presenting best picture okay here goes nothing this is uh i thought about this lineup all day and i really thought about it and i think this is what i'm gonna go with and yeah so from one to ten, the power of the dog, Belfast, Dune, Licorice Pizza, Don't Look Up, West Side Story, Coda, King Richard. I assume everyone has those eight. Yeah, in a different order. Okay. Uh, I haven't ordered below one yet. My brain hasn't gone that far. My number nine is Drive My Car. Nine? Yeah. And number 10 is Tick, Tick, Boo. Okay, yeah. I don't know what to do with these last few spots. Yeah, last few Let me are, tell you. Are tough. Um, I mean, if you ignore the BAFTA, Tick, Tick, Boom is an obvious pick for ninth. It got in at literally every guild. Uh, AC, Writers Guild, PGA, Lynn gotten for first time for Directors Guild. Um, it has it has the precursors. I'm ignoring BAFTA has enough precursors where it's pretty clearly the ninth slot. But then when you factor in the fact that it got literally nothing at BAFTA and Garfield missed somehow, um, there's definitely a bit of doubt there. Uh, being there, Cardos, I think is not happening. I I think. Can we all agree on that? Uh, it's uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm just, on the I today. just took it out like right now. <laughs> I what else am I gonna place there though? <laughs> this is the issue we're running into. What else is I I don't see PGA going ten for ten. Yeah, and I don't see happening. Has I think it has like a six point four right now on IMDb. I don't think being the requirement has like the passion. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, people hate it. Passion. I, I think it's gonna be Kidman only. And if like if Heim gets in, if Heim gets an actress, there's there's the the best picture mm-hmm. nominee. Which by the way, there has in the expanded, there's never been a lineup of of any actor leader supporting that has not had a best picture nominee. Like but never. I, I'm getting in kind of solves that issue now. Yeah, but yeah, like net, like never. So there will either being the Ricardo's gets in or Heim gets in. Like yeah, and Heim's gonna get in, so it's not really. Uh, a big difference. I think Macbeth still has a shot. The fact that Macbeth came out when it did, and that people saw it when it did, especially since uh, I think it hit digital like right, like the week before voting opened. It was a pretty well loved movie. It's critically one of the most acclaimed of the year, and audiences responded pretty well to it. I think it has like a seven point five on IMDb, uh, and it has a higher nomination ceiling than Tick Tick Boom does and Arguably Jam Car does. So. I think Macbeth still has a shot at getting into the ten. Mm, potentially. What picture? Cin- picture cinematography, production design. What are you putting tragedy of Macbeth in? An actor. Oh. Actor, cinematography, production design, and then like it. It has a, an outside shot at director, I suppose. And that's it. But that's still and more... I, I still think Tragedy Macbeth has massive accessibility issues. Yeah, like, that's just my opinion as as like someone who didn't like the movie. I do think it, it's still inaccessible to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. that's just like I know people who have not finished this movie they, who did not finish the movie because they just couldn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we can all put to bed Nightmare Alley officially. Yeah, no, it's dead. Yeah. Not happening. House of Gucci's also not happening. Case House Spider Man can get the no Spider Man is dead. dead. Spider Man was never I thing. I never believed like, in it. Never, never believed in it. Thing. And I'm glad I never I'm glad I never bought into <laughs> never it. Never was a thing. Very glad I never bought into it. You know, so I I think it's just between those eleven. Um and Macbeth is the least has the least passion behind it of Tick tick boom Macbeth and drive my car, so it'll be it'll be tick 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 boom drive my car probably. That's what I have. I have tick tick boom drive my car just because I don't feel like there's industry support mm-hmm. for Ricardo's. Like maybe there's industry report for like Kidman, but I don't feel like Ricardo's as a movie has industry. Ricardo's is not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling it. And yeah, I think again, especially with Haim getting an actress that solves our best picture problem, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think TikTok has more passion behind it. I think it's a lot more about ten times better of a movie. More than ten times. No, yeah, that's Maybe a like low. That's a really low bar. Yeah, movie's not good. Because TikTok Boom, I think most people agree would be a good nominee. Like I know not everyone's crazy about it, but it's probably though. It hit the mainstream pretty well. Yeah. All right, Jared. Do you have any d- dissenting opinions? Um, 
Not really, unless I think I'm still going to keep being the Ricardo just because I don't see any other nominee in that temp spot working. But other than that, I have the same so deal of nominees. You have PGA 10 for 10, then? Yeah. Tristan, do you have PGA 10 for 10? I do not. Okay. I have Power of the Dog at 1, Belfast at 2, Coda at three. No. Okay, Liquor- my friend. Okay, my <laughs> okay, friend. Okay, okay, Jeff Snyder. No, legit. I might put Coda at two because it's gonna. Coda win is not Jeff two. Snyder. Jeff. Coda is listen, not two. no. Jeff Snyder, calm down. Jeff Snyder's a genius. He wins all of his Oscar bets. Well, Jeff Snyder is an asshole. He said Parasite <laughs> wasn't gonna win because all the actors were from Korea. Okay, yeah, that really? was a bad take. <laughs> he did. He did well, say that. Well, he said something well, no, like that. He, he said like he didn't have faith in the academy. It wasn't like his own opinion. Do not oh. defend Jeff Snyder here. <laughs> we I'm hate Jeff Snyder. All my homies hate Jeff Snyder. Um, yeah, if Licorice Pizza at four, Dune at five, West Side Story at six. Dune is not five. Should it be higher? Higher. Three. Three. Eh, it's I, winning I like five Oscars. Yeah, but they're all they're all below the line. Like I I don't see it challenging for best picture. Okay, then put licorice pizza at three. No, code is three. Code is not three. It is not. Not even <laughs> yeah. close. Three. I I feel pretty strong about coda. Like I think it's really surging and people are very I'm much laughing. Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh West Side Story Six. Uh, don't look up seven, King Richard eight, which is crazy because Perry Nemiroff has King Richard at number one. Yeah, I don't understand. What? Then, how is this is why I stopped watching FYC. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are dumb. Yeah. That's not and happening. They were talking about it like, oh, King Richard, if that wins, it's going to be like the like the right decision. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Perry Nemiroff is. Oh, from Collider. Uh, and then I have Tixic Boom at nine. Really hope it gets in. So if it does, it would probably be my second favorite nominee here next to Licorice Pizza. And uh, number 10 is Drive My Car. Okay. So evidently, uh, Tristan has some controversial opinions about Kodo. They're not that controversial. Wait, hold on. All my homies on the Coda train. I mean, it's, a, it's a great movie, but it's not number two. Yeah. Yeah. You only have it at two because you think it's winning SAG. But Trial Chicago 7 was not number two. I, I have pizza number two right now. And yeah, Licorice Pizza. That movie is looking like very strong possibility to win screenplay over Belfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it will. Right. It's getting at least six nominations now. Like This feels pretty solid. It, it, it's getting definitely five, probably six, maybe seven. And uh, a few weeks ago, people were saying that it would, it would only get two, and now it's really popping off. I think if it continues this momentum, it could be on its way to at least a runner-up position, if not a massive upset. I would love that. 
I would love that. All right. Another thing to keep in mind is that something that was really consistent when you looked at like interviews of awards voters last year uh, was that they were kind of not disappointed necessarily because the movies were all good, but they're a little disheartened by how many of the movies last year, for better or for worse, were like less happy. And I think continuing that sentiment in this, into this year, like I wonder how much of an effect that sort of like that sort of need for a more feel good movie is gonna hurt Power of the Dog's chances at the win. Well, definitely gonna help Coda. That's for sure. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, it's gonna help Belfast and Pizza a lot. And if Pizza ends up being that screenplay winner, I mean, I just wonder if it can take it all away at that point. I don't know if they necessarily care about feel good in this scenario, but maybe we'll see. Cause I the only feel good movie it feels like they've given it to in the past like decade is probably a uh, Green Book. Yeah, well, but I'm saying like especially considering kind of the circumstances of what's happened the last few years, I I wonder if that could be kind of an outside factor in this yeah oh damn okay i think that's it we're all gonna uh, be wrong about everything <sighs> yep you, you can you can go look at the gold derby horses instagram to see the video i post that's that's literally us right now and we're probably all gonna change at least half of these before today <laughs> Yes, so, like, 100%. Do not take any of these as like final word. We're definitely going to change things. <laughs> yeah, 100%. No 100%. No um, so, real quick, before I stop recording this, Tristan, for three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Tristan, what is your no guts, no glory? Uh, like for for a nomination yeah like what would i want to see happen what 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 is the what is something you're predicting that you know makes no sense but you're gonna um predict it anyway well based on how you guys reacted probably penelope cruz uh but i would like to see amelia jones get that spot that would be great okay jack you're no, you're no, guess no glory. Fuck it. Uh, McDormand and supporting actress over Alice. Jared. Um, changing my Cooper Hoffman best actor prediction to Mahershala and Swan Song. Woo! I like that one. Yeah, Jasmine. it's a good movie. Yes, it is. Um, so what I currently have predicted, my current no, guess no glory is. Definitely Billie Eilish and Doc, because I know it's not happening. Um, of what I don't have nominated, because I took it out of literally everything, Spencer, and literally anything. Anything. I don't care what it is. <laughs> literally anything yeah. at this point. And then my No Guts, No Glory. I don't know if I really have. Do I have one? I guess. Uh, I guess I don't have one. Really? What you like? Well, what, 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 like, what would you want? What Renata Reinsva, best actress. Yes. I should say, come on, I should say, come on, come on. Well, 
Woody Norman's not getting nominated, so no, my right. screenplay. Well, okay, that's yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> okay, then maybe screenplay. I don't know. Okay, well, we done did it again. Uh, Three and I'm a half hours later. Going to, yep. It's it's two thirty a.m. two thirty seven a.m. Oh boy, I'm gonna go to bed. I think, and then I'm gonna edit this in the morning. Try to get it in the afternoon on Friday, and yeah. Thank you all for watching, and uh, I think I'm gonna need some Red Bull for Tuesday morning. We react to the Oscar nominations live on my channel and we get some great reactions to nominees. Did it happen? Keith Stanfield yeah, it happened. Judas oh, Keith Stanfield. oh my god! We still. The Keith Stanfield. Paul Racy. Heck Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Let's go. Whoa. Oh Keith. my god. What? <laughs> Wow, wow. Oh, okay. Wait, are they going by? Okay, oh, so. Thomas Vinterberg! <laughs> All right. Peace out, everybody. Good luck.